You're listening to Blur Vision, Episode 7. Defenders of Podcasting, I'm Jordan with our hosts, Asia and Javon, and we have an awesome show for you guys today. We're going to be reviewing some recent geek news, we got DC TV as per usual, and in anticipation of Batman v Superman coming up in, what, three weeks, guys? Yeah. We're going to be doing our favorite Batman v Superman stories. Uh, it could be from comics, be animated, whatever, but today we got Javon's pick of the week, which is... Uh, Lex Luthor, Man of Steel, back in 05. Classic. Yeah, old school, definitely. <laughs> old school classic. But first, let's get to Asia with the shout outs. Asia? Uh, hey guys, long time no see. Um, we took a week off, but you know, we still stalk and read your feedback. Uh, thank you guys for expressing anticipation for our next episodes because it really keeps the fire lit under our asses. So um, we love to banter with you guys and we, you know, really appreciate how engaged our listeners are. Not only do you guys keep us informed, but your comments, humor, and banter also makes us feel like you guys are sitting right with us. So Again, I just want to say, like, thanks. talking about, like, feedback, I don't know if you saw, Javon, I got a couple of people shouting you out for a live tweet of Supergirl. Yeah, I saw that. And? I saw that. <laughs> He's like, I, I acknowledge that it happened, but I will not be participating in that. You, you, you know, you know when you get, like, you see something, you acknowledge it, and then you try to unsee it so it doesn't exist? <laughs> terrible i'm sorry i would totally follow those live tweets just like fuck this fuck this like every like three minutes it's like what is that that's not right it gave me a headache man watching that show it, why, why would you want to induce a self-induced headache i mean so i, I guess you're not a fan of the mystique cameo on the news yo episode. they literally cast that? a laura uh, vandevort the old, old school, school smallville, a smallville supergirl <laughs> and I guess hired a cheaper version of the people who does Mystique's costume and gave, <laughs> and gave her a Brainiac try you know what triangle on her head. Yeah. Yes. Those, they, well, those Brainiac, brains, you know. those plaits they put on the side of her head. Uh, I guess that was like in like completely fashion. Completely original <laughs> like, design. They people. like, they like, I, like I, I, I didn't even watch the episode. I just saw the review yeah, for it. Just and the it design. Hurt yeah. You, it, I mean, it was a decent episode, but. But you know what? I did some research with the, because I know, you know, obviously the, the, the her color, like her hue that's not her hue like no, she's the, like a the teal indigo she's more of a teal color but if you um they do have a, a couple of different versions of her it looked like they took one version in particular where she does have like the tri circle you know triangle on her head and then the they notorious have a brainiac look yeah. yeah and then they have another version of her where more or less i guess her outfit it's like they kind of blended different versions of her they kind of blended they, they amalgamated a bunch of they found any way they could to take what worked it together <laughs> yeah because it and is another there is another version of her that does look blue. So they took that blue version, mm. they added, you know, the Brainiac symbolism, and just like, 
yeah. I mean, like, I'm just saying, red hair, blue skin, intellectual property alert. Yo, I mean, uh, Marvel should be like, hey man, I'm releasing a movie <laughs> with one of my main characters looks exactly like you. What's, yeah. what's going on? Yeah, definitely capitalizing on that. <laughs> I feel like they could tech, like win a case against that. I mean, but here's it's the thing, close. like, and what people always bring up in the comment section whenever I make posts like that, comparing DC and Marvel. Like, I love both. So I'm not a fanboy for either. But to say that, like, I know DC came up with a lot of their characters before Marvel, and a lot of Marvel characters are just based off like you know pre-existing yeah. DC ones. Yeah. But to say that in this day and age that when a movie is released and a character like Mystique is created visually and the DC people are looking at that on TV and go, what That's works? <laughs> Let's see. Mystique's really popular and her design's really popular. We have this character that kind of looks like her. Let's just base her on that look, kind of. I'm not saying it's like a complete rip, but it's heavily inspired. It's too, it's very close. It grabs um, attention for sure. It's like yeah. a, it's like a toned down. Like a, It's gotta be intentional. There's no way it's not intentional. Yeah. But, um, <laughs> that's it. You should totally yeah. like to Supergirl. <laughs> like, I just that like rants about how they just bit Marvel. I'm like, mm. no, but seriously though, you should totally, mm. you should binge that. Well, our uh, first shout out is from Elza Lyon. Um, she actually said that she's new to the podcast scene and she happened to stumble upon this podcast. She loves how we discuss our thoughts on the episode and give insights on where uh, you think the storyline will go. She said that I don't read comics, but I love most of the no uh, of the on-screen adaptations. So to hear you talk about the comic book storyline and compare it to the on-screen adaptations is great. I personally think DC characters have better TV shows while Marvel characters have better movies. Agreed. Now to the point yeah, of my idea have you guys thought about discussing iZombie <laughs> I randomly decided to binge watch it and I do not regret it try it out if you haven't already and people will discuss if you have time I'm not so reels. don't put this I'm not even whatever. familiar with that okay iZombie I actually I watched iZombie after um, mm. leave me alone okay, I, okay. fellow blurdites <laughs> what Asian means by saying that she I watched watch iZombie is that when we have the show on after it comes on Flash right it comes after Flash after Flash, Flash airs we usually have the TV on Asia will like half watch the I show. I watch the and show. And then I will question her by yeah. saying things like, what's the main character's name? And she'll literally be like, um. I know. No, but I love it though. It's really good. I'm like, you know, watch it. The main character is Liz. This is after like she, three or four times I asked her people. She's, Not even the first time. You think that after the second time I asked her, she would know? She no. didn't. I asked her three or four Fuck times. I'd be like, Fuck no, no, no. You. It's Liz now. Fuck you. First of all, first of all, okay. At first, I didn't really care for the show. I. I, I started watching it. I did start watching it. Leave me alone. I did start watching it. But then I kind of fell off. And then, you know, because it comes on after, I'll watch it. But it's not my fault that every time I want to watch it, you don't want to watch it. And then you're like, he'll quiz me. What does it have to do with you watching the no, show? And then not knowing anything about it. He'll quiz me. He'll quiz me and ask me something. And because I don't necessarily know what it is, then he has the right to change the channel. Question. Not who's fair. the main character it's in the show? Fair. I don't know. Do you really watch the show? I like the show. And I'm actually pretty curious. Like I'm pointing like show. three different characters. Like There's who's a that? Lot going I'm not on sure his name, but he's he's the cop. She even okay. had a daredevil moment. She had a daredevil moment. You don't even know about that. Just be saying it's, it's a good show. Though. It's a good From show. What we've seen it's and watched, show. it's a pretty cool show, and it is yeah. based on the comic. You never watched it. And there is the, a uh, yeah. Comic comic. I've never even heard it's of it. It's an actual no? comic. No. Yeah. It's pretty interesting. Don't fall. It's like a twist in the zombie genre where literally a girl gets bit by a zombie, but. <laughs> by eating zombie brains or no by eating other people's brains she acquires like their their memories and stuff so she okay. uses those memories to solve crimes so she uses her her um, zombieism to solve crimes so oh, alright yeah. yeah it's like a detective show with zombie twist 
Um, we also have a uh, Slammy Slam. I like that name. I kept saying it that to myself because it reminds ever. me of like Parappa the Rapper. But um, <laughs> Slammy Slam, he puts Slam, not Slammy. <laughs> hey, first and foremost, love the show. I appreciate hearing a blurred perspective on the comic-related news and shows, but I did have a small thing. The Injustice sequence you referenced on episode six wasn't Batman, a lot like Mogul, um, mm-hmm. what he did with the Black Mercy alien. Um, I don't recall what the Injustice sequence was. Yeah, I'll go back to it just to like, uh, and, and probably, we'll probably comment on it on Wasn't the next Batman episode. a lot like Mogul? Mogul. Mogul. I don't know. I'm lost too. Mongol? Does he mean Mongol? Did you maybe Mongol? No, he said Mogul. He said Mogul. He's got me Mongol. <laughs> maybe I'm not Mongol. sure who he's referring to. We'll 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 go back to the episode and um and try and answer that question or go back to check out what that was. <laughs> I like the next review. <laughs> <laughs> the next review. Um his comment Javon is the real MVP. That was his header. Yeah, who's the actual one that wrote it? Uh, that was the actual header. Um, he says, hey, Javon, uh, Supergirl is shit. I will never waste my life on it, and I cannot agree with you more. Wait, does, he, does that so, mean he's watching it or no? So that is funny. <laughs> he hasn't even watched it. That like, is Fuck so it, damn hilarious because, oh, my God. Like, seriously? <sighs> I get I, it. I kind of, like, I mean, hey. I can't blame the guy. I mean, I understand. Some people, you know, I, I, I like it. It's good sometimes for me. It does. It does. It does what it needs to do sometimes. And this was actually from a Tania Aguilar 13. Um, yeah, that was a returning commenter. We actually, uh, she, she this person's actually commented. Oh, before. and you actually misquoted him. The um, Supergirl is shit is done with a poop emoji. Oh yeah, <laughs> it's actually with a poop emoji. I think you can't curse on night. Yeah, he added a touch of class. That's awesome. Um, so now we'll be going into the geek news of the week. Um, we're actually going to be starting off with. Uh, the, the actually the animated movie Zootopia it actually toppled Deadpool this weekend at the domestic box office. Um, it banked seventy three point seven million. What is that, that was the DreamWorks? best opening weekend ever for a Disney animation. Film. Oh, that's Disney. I thought it was yeah, DreamWorks. Yeah, this is Disney. It's a Disney animated film. Um, Zootopia, you know, with the little bunny. Yeah, 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 yeah. And the fox. I thought, I thought the that sloth was commercial. Yeah. <laughs> so, so is uh, um, Pets is also Pixar. Uh, yeah, I think. You guys are really up on your pet animal movies. I had no idea, like, like H had to remind me what Zootopia was. I was yeah, like, I really what had, movie? I'm like, how do Remember you not know what this is? Like, yeah. Our friends oh. reference this all the time. No, it was pretty hilarious. All over my head. Yeah. <laughs> Never got it. Shoutouts to Kelsey and Arsenio. <laughs> they're like, they're like human versions of those two characters. So this is going to, this is going to be a, a good couple of episodes because my friend Marcus hates Superman. Yeah. Yeah. Seriously? Oh, he hates him. That's terrible. He's got he's got a newborn coming, Maximus. Um, and he told him he's made his room nothing but a bat cave. And I was like, all right, <laughs> it's cool. I like him. His child's gonna be born from the darkness. I told him I was he's like, gonna he's gonna have half light because I'm gonna get him collector's editions of Superman stuff. And if he dares try to throw it out, I'm gonna burn down all of his <laughs> Batman paraphernalia. I mean, it's really cool that he like is raising his son on on the Batman and like making his son a bat cave and stuff, but. As a parent, I would also be kind of wary because the key ingredient to make a young Bruce Wayne is kind of... Tragedy? <laughs> Tragedy? It's like, yeah. you kind of not have to be here. I would like, always be like, looking over my shoulder like, oh shit, <laughs> what have I done? Thank like, um, Well, the previous uh, Disney animation, they had the best three-day opening weekend. Um, it was $56 million for the Marvel comic adaptation Big Hero 6. So that was mm. the previous... Uh, that's the, I guess that's the one that got knocked off before, you know... 
Deadpool. <laughs> Both Wreck-It Ralph and Tangled, they neared 50 million as well. Frozen opened with less than 250,000 at a single theater, but widened to 67 million in its second week. So that's pretty good for an animated to just come right off the bat with that much. Um, Deadpool also has his hand tied behind his back. It's, it's an R-rated movie, so yeah. that's it's yeah, it's different. But um, much smaller audience. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So even though there, there were kids in the theater when I went. Really? Yes. Yeah. And you know what was crazy? Oh wow! I was sitting. This is that's, the second that movie's movie. Un- very inappropriate kids. for yes. kids. That's what I thought. I was sitting there, but it was so funny. I mean, the but is it really? Issue. Is it really? Like no, look, I was look, watching. My stuff reaction was I wasn't when the sex scene happens. When I watched sex scenes I was like oh man this is gonna be really awkward they the kids didn't register to it. they didn't even like register or laugh at any of the sex scenes they didn't like have any questions or anything that's like, what I'm saying I don't think it really like they were young enough to not really understand what like, was going what on it was, what was scenes. happening but what blew my mind the scenes where he got down to um Francis and the Colossus gives that great speech about like you know hero having one or yeah. five chances to like you know change or whatever the kid was like kill him put a bullet in his head I was sitting there like so yo execution style too these kids are I feel like that's how I was when I was a kid too I though wasn't. like kill my, him okay okay, like, okay when I was younger I used to watch Eon Flux Eon Flux used to come on HBO it was a very mature very R-rated cartoon and like th- something weird and kinky was always happening in that show and I never registered it like sexually and I used to watch it like I mean, the windows I used- usually go over our heads as kids yeah so like and, and but I was all about the, the, the violence I was always about the story behind you know whatever the episode was about so it, like it never registered for me at that time and I was watching a lot of mature stuff yeah. like, at that age so but it just what got me was the bloodthirst at the because like when the sex scene happened and there was no reaction I was like huh interesting every action scene they were going oh ooh ah like they loved it yeah even the bloodiness they loved it but the bloodthirstiness at the end got me I was just like how are these kids so hungry for vengeance like uh, yeah my, my parents would have filtered that out I wouldn't have been able to watch it yeah yeah I, was, I don't think I would have, but awesome I probably would have done something parents. bad. You decide on it. I would have <laughs> <and> watched it. <laughs> or just irresponsible parenting. Um, well, we're also going to be talking about... Oh, wait, I was, before we move on, we're talking about Big Hero 6. You're not making an animated series of that, right? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Just just to bring that up really quick, that is some good geek news. Um, Big they're going to bring back the be... original voice actors, too? Oh, yeah. I actually don't know I that. How they're I do assume that. Because mm. some of them are big. Some uh, of them aren't big. But, um... Like, I don't think they're going to get What's-His-Face, uh... T.J. Miller? Yeah. Is that his name? Yeah. Uh, yeah, I don't yeah. think they're going to get him for the one the guy's surfer voice. surfer dude, yeah. yeah. surfer guy's voice. I don't know. But, um... It'd be awesome if they did, It but. would be. It would actually be really cool. Um... <laughs> We're actually going to go into, uh, this is a little bit of controversy, um, the Iron Fist casting. Uh, Marvel is facing some controversy over its choice to cast a white actor in the upcoming Iron Fist Netflix series. The Game of Thrones actor, Finn Jones, was hired to play the title character and martial arts expert instead of an Asian actor, a choice that sparked outrage on social media. Even Marvel writer Marjorie Liu uh, weighed in on the controversy. Iron Fist hmm. is an Orientalist, white man, yellow fever narrative she tweeted Asian actor would have helped subvert that offensive trope and reclaim space despite the controversy hmm. it has been widely pointed out that the character in the comic books was always white many have even said casting an Asian actor would be a stereotypical move um hmm. This will actually be the fourth co- uh, fourth collaboration between Marvel and Netflix. Um, the series showrunner is set to be the Dexter alum, Scott Buck. So, you know, we have a bit of controversy surrounding. We also have two, you know... <laughs> Social media is ablaze. Exactly. We have 
both sides. You know, we have one side whereas people don't necessarily feel the uproar as much. And then we have the other side where, you know, people feel like this was like, you know, they missed the opportunity. They feel like that yeah. they could have, you know, brought in the span of, you know, Asian influence within the Marvel realm. They could have actually casted a diverse character. Um, and by making him Asian, that would have, you know, pretty much pretty much what you know marjorie lou wrote it would have uh reclaimed space so how do you guys feel about that i'm actually going to start with javon um oh because i have a monologue for this right <laughs> well, before we get into it i just want to say that speaking of backlash like i actually made a post on my instagram and like to say that this topic is divisive is an understatement oh yeah like it split my entire instagram down yeah. the middle like, it, it was literally a batman like, v superman it was, it was like, literally a batman v superman like, on his um on his page it was yeah. a lot of it was a lot and, so I, it was I pretty interesting post, but if you follow me on um blurred vision on instagram it was just literally a post of um a bunch of marvelites sitting at an exec board at a conference table and one of i guess the heads of the board literally goes so we've got a we've got a cast iron fist and he's marvel's uh he's essentially marvel's bruce lee you know he's kung fu he's a shaolin monk but who do we pick? And the picture is Finn Jones. It's like, this guy, obviously. And one of the guys <laughs> sitting at the table goes, what about an Asian guy? And the executive kind of looks at him and the guy looks bored as hell. And the next scene is the guy getting thrown out the window for like, just no, <laughs> we're not doing that. <laughs> I thought it was funny. I kind of made a point when I made the post, but um, I'll well, get into that after Javon makes his point. A lot of people didn't. Uh, yeah, like it was. Much. <laughs> I thought it was just a funny picture, but no one just I like, thought said, it, ha, ha, ha. I think universally, I think it's a great picture because yeah. it can correlate yeah. with a lot of issues. Whether you feel, you know, it either pissed people that, off, it either pissed people off or made people say, eh, eh, whatever. But um, we'd actually like to talk about this because, you know, there are there are uh, two sides to this. And, and honestly, yeah. as, as, you know, as blurs, as geeks, we have, you know, this is something, it doesn't impact us directly, but given that, like, we, yeah, we deal with a lot of controversy, you know, being in our own skin so yeah. this is this is something that you know it kind of mirrors through another race and it's it's pretty interesting it's it's also you know it, it kind of keeps you aware of a lot of social situations so you know like i said we'll go into javon um all right so um audience stay with me but also keep an open mind um because i don't bite my tongue obviously oh shit this is about to be some scathing shit <laughs> <laughs> and these are our opinions keep in mind yeah these are yeah, totally opinions. opinions these are objective opinions but i do feel subjective like it fits opinions. a bit home um but i find a lot of people guilty of using racism and a huge amount of what i saw on the internet uh the internet was cultural appropriation and i think they've been using these terms for their own misguided relevance because it fits their bill to back their own dissatisfaction of what's trending on social media for instance i personally don't believe that casting a white guy as Iron Fist is cultural appropriation for the sheer fact that artists, including myself, do it every day. And my artwork, from using Native American mythological stories to influence pieces and stuff like that, uh, Inuit marks, cave paintings, color theories, African stompings. Exactly, yeah. yeah. So I would be completely guilty of that. And since I also make money off of that, you know, some people would say, well, that's cultural misappropriation and that I'm keeping keeping a certain 
uh, race down, not race, a certain culture down by not sharing my wealth or whatnot. Not saying I'm wealthy. I ain't wealthy at all. <laughs> <laughs> but um, many, you know, many artists are guilty of that from uh, you got Beyonce. I mean, you got the so-called king of rock, Elvis. Come on now. He stole all his shit from James Brown. Lord knows. <laughs> Lord right knows. off. <laughs> People were, uh, you know, slamming Beyonce, Katy Perry, uh, Miley Cyrus, Selena Gomez, Lily Allen. You got hip-hop artists that are guilty of this. Eminem, Big Pun, Vanilla Ice, Asheroth, and for the Asian group, Jin. I don't know if anybody remembers 106 in Park, mm-hmm. the guy from Rap Battles. Come on, you put out an album rapping about hip-hop and then speak Chinese. I mean, like, that's that's just combining two things right there. Yeah, yeah. Like, I, I, I don't get it. You got Macklemore, who's so pro-black, it's ridiculous. The man's marching <laughs> in Black Lives Matters. Uh, like, <laughs> you he got, got his modest... blessings from KRS-One. Yo, he word. Got, he, he did, no, legit, he got blessed from KRS-One. <laughs> you got Modest Yahoo, who is a white Jewish reggae artist. Who used to have who the I best love. dreads. <laughs> who had the best dreads in life before he, he shaved them. Off. Now he looks like Cole, uh, Chris Meyer from Cole. Right? <laughs> <laughs> you got you got Kali Buds, another white reggae artist, and that's just to name a few. Folks pick and choose when it's relevant to them and their own personal interests. Burst into outrage, splashing all over social media because it's trending, and I feel like it's only trending. So you think everybody's riding the wave. I think absolutely. Yeah. In case in point, nobody complained about Avatar using cultural influences from Native Americans, indigenous Inuit people, Indian, Korean, Japanese, and Chinese culture. And guess what? The two creators are two white guys who obviously made millions of dollars off of this. Nobody gave a hoo-ha no about that. the ancient one. No. Nobody's... That's enough. You just stole that mark. <laughs> yeah, no one, no one. Nobody's pissed about Tilda Swinton being cast as the ancient one, who was, in an the Asian comics, character. an older, elderly Asian, Asian man. Yeah. But mm-hmm. that just blew off because I guess he's a smaller character, quote-unquote. I mean, come on now. The list goes on. You got The Last Dragon, which is a black guy fighting <laughs> Show Nuff, you who is another glow. black guy. All Asian mythos, mythology, martial arts, but you know, it's a black guy. But I guess it's because it's a black guy. It's not racism or cultural appropriation. Well, that was, I would argue that the movie is actually black exploitation anyway. <laughs> <laughs> All right, karate. So nuts. <laughs> karate Kid, first one and the reboot. <laughs> That'll give you. This is the first one. That'll and give you. <laughs> But wait, uh, I heard yo, and, and on the flip side, I didn't hear any praise when Marvel made an Asian American Amadeus Cho the new Hulk centerpiece, the, the yeah. son of Helen Cho. Nobody yeah. praise, no, nothing. Yeah. nobody knows about it. Exactly. You know what? If anything, all but they've people, got is backlash against it when he did. Which um, makes no sense. Well, well, I did no hear about yeah. people getting mad that he people was actually got pissy over Hulk. that because as if we haven't seen Bruce and his hair is epic. But yeah. So, you know, if people, if people still want to make the whole cultural appropriation flip side argument, then, all right, so you want three of the only Asian superheroes in Marvel, two of them to be fitting the stereotypical typecasting martial arts trope? Who are those referring to? Shang-Chi and Iron Fist. And Shang-Chi is the Wait, three of Marvel. Oh, no, Amadeus shows Hope. Amadeus oh, Cho. Amadeus the Cho. Korean. All new, all different. So yeah. out of the three, you want two of them to just be kung fu fighting Bruce Lee's. 
Oh, you're asking me? Or is yeah, that like no, a, no, I'm just, no, it's just a, it's, a, it's a rhetorical it's a question. question. <laughs> <laughs> looking straight in my eyes. I'm like, do I he has this? the like, fire burning. No, I just like, I feel that, you know, the audience is finding something to complain because it's what's trending. So they'll, mm. you know, they, they'll be vocal. They'll, it's, it's, oh, it's scandalous. It's backlash. Yeah. It's a, it's an opportunity drop. No, man, real shit is Donald Trump. The opportunity drop <laughs> is you mofos not standing out in the fucking primary voting and to voting. keep him out of the office. Please vote. That's oh the God. real shit. Right there, a different country. <laughs> There's no I'm way. I'm gonna seek Trump amnesty world. on the but shores of Norwegian right? territories. Like it's not I'm, funny anymore, guys. Seriously, yeah. instead <laughs> of him out. Instead of keeping this bigoted racist buffoon from taking office, they'll cry wolf about issues that have no real implications on their daily lives. Think about that. Hmm. Interesting. Interesting side. Interesting perspective on it. Yeah. That I this is a perspective that like for me, which is why I'm not necessarily um I'm more or less the middle because I can see both sides. Wait, let me since I'm like I'm, no, yeah, no, 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 no. I'm a, yeah, I'm actually yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm, <laughs> trust medium. me, I'm setting the you medium. up. I'm setting you up. But yeah, so I'm not gonna necessarily have an opinion. I'm more or less the medium of this. So I, you know, like Jordan said, I'm actually gonna turn it over to him. Yeah. This is more or less his side of the debate. Which I didn't think was gonna be like a debate. I thought we were all yeah. just around going. We had, to right? talk, we had to talk about it because yeah. this is something that, you know, it's informative, it's interesting, this is something that's a social, you know, and given that social media is such a big impact now, people have a voice, everyone has More an than opinion. Ever. And it actually so it's has like, an impact with Exactly. And sometimes sometimes, you know, you need to see the full scope of what a situation is to uh, you know, to either overreact or react the way you need to react. Yeah. You know what I mean? So I would definitely agree that there is more so of a backlash based on a there are a number of people who are probably riding the bandwagon of oh, yeah. social media justice like <laughs> but that, that goes true for anything I think kind of taking the argument and making it purely about cultural appropriation is kind of being um, subversive to the actual issue which yes this does not impact us more than something like Donald Trump being elected my god if that <laughs> happens it's over for everybody who cares who's playing Iron Fist yeah. and I want to say point, that I'm just trying to live at the end of the day I'm <laughs> such a huge nerd that I don't really care whether or not Iron Fist is played by an Asian guy or a white person. Neither do I. Because, you know me, I'm be talking to you and Javon in Asia about things like, guys, 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 Iron Fist tonight. Oh, yeah. watch it. (laughs) No matter what, we're watching tonight. Oh, yeah. Yeah, so it's not as an issue of me not really feeling the the casting on a personal level, but to make the argument that it's not important, I think it's false. Because there are kids out there who don't have an Asian here to look up to. I know me and you and us here at this table probably don't think about stuff like that, but I actually have a friend, Eric Yang, who actually hit me up after I made the post on Instagram. And he kind of said, like, hey, I agree with what you said, and I I actually have a um, an Asian, like, uh, community meeting that I do every week and like it's a bunch of me and people around my age and we actually talk about like our Asian American heritage and there's a lot of people within that own community that feel like they're a fish out of water and that's really the story of Iron Fist he's this fish out of water tale and I'm just gonna read my Instagram post and I'm actually gonna go into my thoughts on it but basically what I posted there which I feel like a lot of people didn't read because it's a long post on Instagram it's long (laughs) captions right (laughs) but I think it's important to actually like read the thoughts that were associated with the the joke because the joke was funny but at the end of the day it is something that I have seen um, happen with uh, just kids and races in general but so Danny Rand will be played by Finn Jones guys hero of Kun Lun slayer of the dragon Shao Lao apprentice of Lee Kung master of the Eastern martial arts Finn Jones okay 
Miss Opportunity Marvel. I get it. He's white in the comics, but every aspect of this character is steeped in Eastern culture. I get Danny Rand's stories about being a fish out of water, but how many second or third generation Asian Americans, like my friend Eric Yang, feel exactly the same way within even their own culture? Why can't that be the premise? Does he really need to be a white American in a story about Eastern mysticism and martial arts to take fish out of water tale? How many white men are there in the Avengers already? Representation does matter. Would it hurt to have at least one Asian American hero in the ranks of the Avengers? There aren't many, and Shang-Chi being a secondary character to Iron Fist, great. Now there's two Asians. If Iron Fist were to be Asians, now there's two Asians that do exemplify that stereotype of being a martial arts, and then you martial got, arts Asian. But look at the bigger picture. On one you got, end, I can agree. You got on Daredevil. One end, I can agree. He's a white ninja. They could have made it you a fresh twist. teaching him. Yes. They could have made it a fresh twist in the sense of ninja arts. Yeah. He's also a white person. Yeah. Then you got Elektra, another white ninja coming in. He's his no, girlfriend. She's Asian. Greek. She, she's her Greek. Greek, but you know what I mean. <laughs> you know what I mean. She's Greek, but in the show she looks she's, Spanish descent yes. for some reason. Like well, she looks Spanish. Neither here nor the there. But the point is, every auxiliary character around Iron Fist will be an Asian person. So whether or not he himself is Asian, that stereotype is still true for his entire world. So why not let that character take back his own heritage by being an Asian American who is trying to find himself in his own culture? Because then you also... You're, cha- you're changing what the actual story is. And there's no problem with casting... This is the, the issue I have. There's no problem with casting a white guy as a white guy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> he was white in the comics. It's canon. The controversy, yes, it's canon. That's why part of, part of me felt like it was foolish for people. Not Like I said, not, but this, that not necessarily said, there's foolish, a lot but the, the, the level be, of backlash I thought was just yes. ridiculous. But to be, because but I'm on like, the other right, end, to beat it's, the it's accurate drum is ridiculous because so many things in the MCU that's aren't true. accurate. That's true. Everything's but, interpretation. Everything is picked and chosen from different story arcs and continuities to create a new version of the That is characters. very much so true. So when you have that opportunity, that's what this is a missed opportunity that is had true, the chance but there to make are a, a lot but based on his story and there are a lot of stories within the iron fist story that given okay yes i agree they could have took a modern spin and i also agree that we do uh deal with you know modern asians uh the younger generation they do feel like fish out of water i have a lot of friends yes. that go through that as well it's like they're they they know their culture but they don't really yeah, know they're, their they're, culture. they're removed from it it's by a lot it's a, a lot it's similar it's similar to what um as african americans you know as we go through necessarily with our you know our descent more you know, of our ancestry of, so i can like, get that i can get that i can yeah. get that i can get that but what i'm saying is that the amount of backlash was was one just too ridiculous two a lot of the stories that um are, you know that is an iron fist you kind of need not saying you need the racial you know the trope no. but it's uh, you kind of <laughs> do don't. because it's like a lot of who he is a lot of who his character his was his existing character but his, it can be changed exactly but like I'm talking but that's okay but that's I'm, I'm explaining my point yeah. what I'm saying is it's based in actual you know right this is the writing you know what I mean like certain situations certain situations that Iron Fist was in based upon his heritage that was a lot was. of the reasons why outsider that was, I know he could be an outsider without literally cool. being white but my whole my whole counter argument is that because I also seen it on racial on uh, social media is the fact that well okay yeah so people say it's a missed opportunity but why are we going to cast another Asian guy for another Asian martial artist 
What do you mean? It's racist. No, I, I don't it's think it's typecasting. racist though. No, like, that's what I've been reading. I'm like, well, oh, okay, so you're yes. gonna no, you're gonna cast another you're gonna cast another hero, and of course, since he's Asian, he only knows kung fu. I don't get that racist thing because like, but Shang Chi's Asian and he's his best friend and he's like the kung fu master, literally. Like that's his name. People call it typecasting, just like how the black guys. It's are. not. It's like saying it's that like they make the black they guy made look black like Panther. Panther. No, it's yeah. like they made Black Panther about a white guy who became the king of Wakanda and T'Challa was there to teach him how to become the king of Wakanda. Like that's what that is. Like this is what it's like and to say that the well to me Iron this Fist is like origins, Tarzan like no, he's not Iron a Fist like, origins like, aren't <laughs> steeped in come on it was, he was made in the 1960s he was made alongside Luke Cage at the time who was a black a black exploitation character in of himself he was the guy walking walk around going job turkey oh hell no honky like come on so, yeah but black people really were walking around saying that in the yeah. 70s though that's so a caricature a, of black people in the 70s it is a like, caricature but you know, I'm not, you're not about to sit here and tell me that my great uncle wasn't walking around calling people job turkey because I know my uncle was did you read Luke Cage? Luke Cage and Iron Fist were kind of racist. <laughs> like they, they were racist comics back in the no, day. No, I know. And not racist just, like, you know, Stanley's racist or something oh, like that. Man. But like the racist in the sense that it was the 1960s. Yeah. And like that's how the only way they could portray Satire these races. based on some form. They could only portray oh, a black person true. to a white person in the Luke Cage character. They could only portray an Asian Kung Fu master to a white person if it was a white person who they could identify with. My whole that's point is, my whole point is, I think people are get getting that. out of hand when they're saying that this is racism and this is cultural appropriation. Because if this is racism and cultural appropriation, it's everywhere. I don't everywhere. think it's cultural appropriation. I don't think I don't think it's cultural appropriation. Only because his backstory has already made it obvious that he is the fish out of water. The whole backstory, people are calling him outsider. The whole backstory, he literally struggles with being a white male in this mystic ancient culture. He's it's already been established within the comic that he's dealing with these issues. Cultural appropriation. The Last Samurai? Yeah. Would you say Afro Samurai is cultural appropriation? Because <laughs> we could go there. That's mm. a good point. <laughs> That's good. <laughs> Thank you. Or Samurai Shampoo or samurai right off shampoo. the back. That's jazz Afro. That's, but said, do you we're talking what? about black people taking another race. But do you understand? But do you understand? tribute okay, to it. Okay, but do you understand what I'm saying? Is, Afro Samurai was something that it, the cultures are infused. But guess so that's what? Under, there it's is not a cultural to, appropriation when you're fusing a culture. I would actually argue with only because... But if we're talking about an Iron Fist story where this man is literally the fish out of water and he said and, and he went into their territory there to is, prove his self amongst people that is not his people, mm. you can't get mad at them for making something canon to that story. I can't. I'm not trying to say it's that it's not it. under, I'm not trying to say that like personally, like, it, like you know, I don't understand. I can empathize and I understand. It, it is a very empathetic and like I said, there's always two sides to a coin. I feel like with the brain power and given that this is the modern world, we can change some things. And, and some people could, actually thought Iron Fist was already Asian. Yeah. There's, there's and, actually a demographic of people who actually thought There is Iron a demographic of people Asian walking person. around thinking that Iron Fist is, is Asian. Um, yeah. yeah. But it's like, I don't they need like, to play personally, I, I don't yeah. think that like given that they did that they didn't do it I don't think people should be like going super you know no shit, but I also think it's dismissive it, to say that it. this isn't an issue in a grander sense because like there is a white messiah like um yeah uh, what's the what's the term called it's like a white I, messiah I, I'm theme, not gonna lie I'm gonna like, say I, I'm not gonna lie I trust Marvel roles, and I feel like Pocahontas like there's yeah. all these stories where I know you're gonna use like yeah. black examples of, of like adapting a culture and like you know paying tribute to it yeah but I think those are more examples of that paying tribute to the culture whereas these are actual stories 
moments where a white person would come into a culture karate kid well, better well, than well, that culture already I was there. trying to explain the difference of blending versus karate like, kid, the yes. appropriate <laughs> I would agree with Karate Kid <laughs> and even Kung Fu Kid <laughs> Kung Fu well, Kid was wasn't it I was trying to I heard Scott really liked that movie yeah I was trying to explain the blending versus the actual you know like this is his backstory versus like yeah. a mesh of what it already is. You know what I'm saying? Afro samurai, you can't necessarily get too mad at it because it's a blending. It's a blending of respective cultures. That's that's something that you know. Yes, but this isn't yeah. a blending. But much this isn't is a blending. A, hey, this I'm is your an, white entry this point. This is an story obvious. Exactly. This is because an that's obvious. That's what everybody can identify with. Yeah. And that's not right. But I feel like, like it's not like they don't make that obvious within the stories. And if you actually read Iron Fist, you'd see that that is a lot of the things that's he deals fine. with within Again, the story. But you're basing it on what's the existing text. That's fine. That it exists. It's like Wally West. And everyone People gets trained by Asian video. ninjas. That's another thing that makes me so pit. like Batman. Not, that makes like, the stereotype thing up. It's a racial stereotype, but everyone else is Asian. <laughs> no, but me saying that, it's like, it's true. The like, everyone gets Asian trained by the Asian ninjas. Like, everyone goes to some a far-off land and, an, and an, you know, in an Eastern environment. Well, Bruce and Wayne is the ultimate, like, example yeah. of that. But I'd rather Bruce Wayne? Hell yes. But if they were going to recast people in the Justice League and they were going, like, there's no, there's no examples of an Asian Justice League member. And this is like, who knows? Who's the ninja of the group? Batman, I'd be like, all right, if you're going to reimagine somebody, it has to be Batman. Just like in this scenario, who else are you going to pick to change into a person? Another? If you were going to change the race of anybody in Marvel, especially a mainstream Avengers or Marvel hero, it would be Iron Fist. Who else would you pick? Who should be changed in race? Not just like arbitrary change. What do you mean? As in... Uh, uh I, I'm not. I'm not. Following. Like who? Like who else would you pick if if not for Iron Fist? If Iron Fist's race isn't the one that gets changed to another race, who else would it be? Like I'd, I'd like to see Captain America. Just random. Who? I'd like to see Captain America become Sam Wilson. Yeah, but that's not a race change. That's that is a race. Change. That's, having the, no, that's a different character becoming the Captain America character. It's still a, so still a race change. <laughs> I know, but that's the same kind of race change. This is like taking. You, oh, so you're talking it's about like Wally West, where it's like Wally West is white pre New Fifty Two, and then after New Fifty Two, it's like that guy's gone. I mean, well, there guy. are two different Iron Fists, so if you, like, well, there's multiple. Uni- I think even Ultimate Universe. Yeah, but different. like, change, just like him saying Sam Wilson, it's two different Iron Fists too. So I mean, that was tech, there a black? Iron they Fist? never changed the what? I mean, was there an Asian? Yeah. Iron it was, a, it was an Asian. It Iron was an Fist. Asian Iron Fist before. Mm-hmm. So who was his, what was his name? Oh, fuck. nobody remember. knows. That's I can't why. remember. But That's I know, why he I needs know to be Danny Rand. Asian, I know there was an Asian Iron Fist though. I mean, quite frankly, there's there's actually three Iron Fists. I don't remember yeah, the first white, white guy. The first the first Iron Fist is white. Yeah, I don't remember the first white guy's the name. The second one was Asian. I only know Danny Rand because uh, he was the one that was revitalized a couple of years ago yeah. in terms of single comic books. Yeah. I think we can all agree that this is just an issue. Like it's it's bigger than it needs to be. It's not an issue that we actually. I, I see it as. It's not the hill to die on. It'd be like this is the ultimate in like race representation. I I see it as. Of course, you know we're we're in a time of heightened racial tension, but I think people are just sensitivity. Yes, hypersensitivity. I think people are sensitive to everything. I feel like people, if they can create a reason to have a problem with something that will reflect back to them, they will use. They will use. And I'm not trying Mm -hmm. to say. because I'm not trying to say that against like you know, Asians like they have this problem they're just creating the problem it's like, most of course not, not. Most people that's not even argue the issue aren't even Asian yeah Americans. that's the funny yeah. thing about like, it most Eric of the people that are me, arguing personally but like most people who are arguing about this are not Asian American yeah. a couple of, it's it's funny see I have Asian friends that don't really see the problem at a couple, all yeah a couple yeah, of my I friends was friends like you know what I don't care I'd rather not see a, a, the only other major the first major Asian superhero be a martial arts that's one side and the other side is what you see no one 
Well, yeah. what he said is, is that he's like, different what, he's, for different what he told yeah. me is just like, you know, he said, he's like 50 to 60% of my population can't even kick. Yeah. <laughs> oh, shit. That's what he told me. Yeah, so like he's that like, stereotype is, is increasingly becoming. He's like, uh, we all want to be Donnie Yen and Jackie Chan and Bruce Lee, but I can't kick. And the for people shit. That, and and you know they go to military schools in Asian cultures, but they don't. They're not not all of them are necessarily taught martial arts. Like they're they're being taught military tactics and 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 you know yeah. guns. I mean, just to, just to wrap it up though, like I think this was an issue that hypersensitive. Yes, hypersensitivity. But that being said, it. It's There's important to actually reasons, be talking about yeah, it because it's, it's a conversation that needs to be had. Exactly. Because at the end of the day, I w- are there any Asian American heroes in the mainstream media? No. Alrighty, so um, we're just gonna we're gonna start talking about Daredevil. Um, we actually that's another tidbit of geek news that we were discussing. Um, we're gonna be discussing today the new Daredevil. Uh, Punisher versus Electra Taylor actually released. It was um, pretty cool. Just checked it out. It was under three minutes. Um, it went Which into part? showing. What are you talking about? There's two parts. There's, there's two separate trailers. Like, we're living in a world where there's literally a part one to a trailer and then a part two somehow. <laughs> uh, well, the one I'm talking about is the Punisher trailer. Oh, um, it's not like it was really much to the Electra trailer, but... Um, I yeah. think more than Electra. The Punisher trailer starts off with Frank Castle. Uh, it's a picture of his, you know, kids. has a picture, a little family photo album. Um, it pans over to him looking all bleak and dim, and, you know, it pretty much sets up his story. Uh, if you guys know who the Punisher is, Frank Castle was a man, I believe he was a cop i can't remember his profession but his family was killed his family was killed uh they killed his family through like some conspiracy type bullish um he well, we don't know he what didn't necessarily go crazy we don't know the story in this but just the flat story of what the punisher is his family is dead he uh goes crazy not necessarily crazy but he goes crazy over justice because he <laughs> wants justice, justice for his family he's like batman but imagine if batman had a kid and a wife and they killed him uh yeah so with guns so, not like so well you know <laughs> I, I like to i like to i like to think he's like batman's dad like damien uh not damien oh, he was, uh, um, thomas if he was thomas wayne you know so um the guy that actually plays the punisher he played it's sad because i don't know his real name but but everybody knows who he is he's shane from the walking dead and he was the most epic badass guy on that show until he died all the way up and even after he died it's like the memory of his badassery still haunts the show um (laughs) so like it was pretty cool to have the punisher uh being played as this guy, it, it, I think that they they picked a really good choice for the uh, character. I agree, but um, he's totally playing Shane. <laughs> he's totally protect which the is Rick. which makes it even more better because it's like he has all this experience behind playing the guy that you know pretty much feel like he gets shit done and the other guy. He's doesn't. basically the guy that comes in and tells another guy that he's not doing his job right. Yeah, so I'm I'm excited. I'm gonna tell you what you're not doing right about your job. I'm excited to see uh, the Daredevil. Um, to actually see it and actually, you know, binge it because I know it's going to be fucking epic. So, um, how do you feel about it, Jaron? Are you anticipating it? Are you excited for Daredevil? Uh, well, yeah, I'm always excited course, for Daredevil. Yeah. Are you kidding me? <laughs> <laughs> It'd be crazy. I, I feel like I have a calm I, I, about I, I, it. I'm just, I just know it's going to be I'll go shit. on record. Yeah. I said it. Daredevil is probably Marvel's best movie on television. Honestly. Easy. Oh, I get what you're saying. Yeah. <laughs> So much, so much is in is in these shows. That's like, damn. I, I like. I've never watched like, a show in recent years where every episode I was like, shit. I need to know what happens next. <laughs> Glued, excited. They answer all From your dialogue. questions. You don't even have to. Like, you just sit there and just enjoy it. 
I think it's like, yeah, I love that series. I, and, and, I can't and they also the showed that canon characters doesn't matter. Oh, I mean Yurik? Yep. <laughs> hey, Ben Yurik's black now, and now he's dead. <laughs> yeah, that damn it. That made me sad. I was like, damn, they made him a good character, and then they yeah, just he was offed the, him. one of the strongest parts of the show. They made him strong, yeah. yeah, and then they offed him. And um, they offed him. Yep. Yeah. I am liking the slight upgrades that it looks like the suit has gotten. Like the eyes look red now in some of the trailers. They've, they've, he, they've darkened the, the, the suit. The eyes were red in the first series. If yeah. you they actually black. No, they were red. No, they were deep they had like red. A, they had like a jeweled kind yeah, of look like to a it. Deep like it looks red shiny jewel, jewel red yeah. ruby type. Um, yeah, I mean, it's a little too that black. It, it reminds me of the. It remind. It, sh- it should. It, it's looking like it should have been yellow now instead, yellow and black, or yellow and dark red. But uh, <laughs> I'm fine with that. Yeah. Um, I'm just waiting until he dons the the double D. Yep. Yep. The D D. Can't wait for that. Um. I'm hoping like. And I, I think Punisher gives it to him or something like I like mockingly writes like DD on his chest. Uh, like yeah, that'd be cool. <laughs> we also have the Batman v Superman director's cut. Um. That was another trailer. Well, actually, they're not a trailer. They're uh, they actually oh, we revealed about to us that uh, yeah, Electra's in it. Electra's Electra. Whoa, Electra. <laughs> like, she's yeah, hot. In she's it. hot. She's a badass chick. She psycho one, girlfriend. Okay, yeah, just really briefly, if I mean, you, you want to talk of... about, it. she looks hot and she actually looks very close to the character. So I'm actually happy about her um, appearance. I'm not trying to say that uh, Jennifer, you know, Garner wasn't necessarily, but you know, she was more. Uh, she was a bit more whitewashed. That was a terrible and, movie. Yeah, she was a bit whitewashed. <laughs> I love Daredevil. That's all I'm gonna say. I love Daredevil. I don't care. Nobody likes it. But I, I used to I love think, Daredevil. That was my shit. I, I think used it's to cool watch that, that every day. I used to watch Daredevil like every other day after school so Whoa, like yeah i know legit that's i really like i like daredevil because i think he was a good well, i liked movie. ben affleck and i <laughs> but, and i was in love with jennifer gardner and ben affleck oh or do you to their divorce in in that case wait a second do you think batman is a good daredevil yeah let's be honest no. Dare, daredevil well, well yes check this check this <laughs> he is batman, what batman. daredevil was more batman D- in then, the movie than not only that batman was yes, in daredevil started off that way batman did not <laughs> at so, all he transformed gradually was yeah. like ah we're losing book sales okay uh nobody gives a crap about you know a guy with a tommy gun anymore hey, you really think about it are they either themselves or are they just Frank Miller? It's Frank Miller. <laughs> it's Frank Miller. I already, to- well, I already told you. I wrote. It's Frank I, Miller. I had wrote this mini little uh, like this blog thing. I'm probably gonna put it on uh, the Boy Vision website about how technically. Uh, Daredevil's name should be Batman's name and Batman's Batman. name oh, yeah. Daredevil. should be Daredevil's name. Oh, yeah, like I actually wrote this whole thing yes, about I, it because I, I totally like agree. I really felt like like Daredevil is Batman. Daredevil's name should be Batman. Like he has the echolocation. I mean, don't get me wrong. I know oh, bats yeah. aren't blind, but like, come on. Like, but the whole serious? sonar by yeah, flight it's like, is yeah, it's way, like, are you fucking way more on par. Yeah, it's way more on par with the character. But I like um, these two trailers because it kind of like shows you what the stakes in the new season are going to be. Like now you have Punisher who is like a dark side to the vigilantism that Data was trying to do and Elektra is also like a, another version of what his vigilantism is I, just, I like that dynamic of like it's not your city anymore like you don't have to keep doing what you're doing because I now just, people are literally like doing it in some ways better than you because when you put them down like Punisher says they get back up when Punisher puts them down they stay down <laughs> and that was actually a pretty cool line he said he's one bad day away from being me yep. that was pretty much what uh, Punisher was saying to Daredevil he's like you just need one more day <laughs> One more day. I'm your Joker, Rick. <laughs> um, but we'll actually be we're, we're, we're like I said, we were talking about the Batman v Superman director's cut. Um, mm. it's actually gonna be rated R. So yo, do you think that's, that's just? Dope. 
uh, take it and jumping on the wave of the rated R success? Yeah. Yes. Obviously. All right. I know for a fact that when they saw as long as I'm not the rated R, I saw Wolverine. I was thinking about rated R. In an interview, in an interview, Ben Affleck was talking about how much footage they actually shot for the movie, and he was saying that. It's so much epic shit in the movie that, that most of the out. epic shit isn't even in the movie. And that's how fucking epic the movie shit. is. He kept saying, like, it's so much cooler shit in the movie. Like, not trying to say the movie isn't bad. Isn't, I mean, he, great, I half believe he him, was but saying that it was things, way more cooler PR things buzz, that they didn't And what play. really happened was they said, oh, shit, Wolverine's rated R. Oh, shit, Deadpool rated R did really well. We're Yo, R turn on shit. the blood filter on the <laughs> But <laughs> let's be honest. Let, let's be <laughs> honest. CG that blood in there. Boom. Let, let's be honest. That one scene where Batman was just throwing people and smashing bodies looks more rated R than anything I've seen in Deadpool. There's no blood, so it's not like rated True, R. True, but it looks... Now, if he started, like, stabbing people... But here's the thing, felt though. that shit. Bro, it felt like oh, that felt hurt. R. Yeah. Bro, that overhead smash, he killed that man. Every body yeah. blow... I'm not, I'm not beat. I'm sorry. No, no, no. no he's probably paralyzed. The guy, I was like, that man is a paraplegic. It's no way he's walking around. Bullshit. Batman, Batman <laughs> killed him. See, that's the beautiful thing he's about dead. Batman. Batman, in, even in the comics, Batman, people, all the thugs know him to be that. He doesn't kill you, but he leaves you fucked Yo, down. Bat, okay, you know what? That's so funny. A lot of times in the comics, the they'll do I'm sorry. Yeah. I'm pretty sure there's a guy who's suffering from a Batman injury that eventually yeah, just died like I'm sure from his injury. Yeah, just like I'm sure it's a guy that can't even talk anymore because of Batman. No, but that's not his fault. Like, if he beats you within an inch of your life, and then you die, that's on you. That's Bullshit. He left Roz to die. Okay, he was like, so that's the same. Save you. So check this Peace out. out. <laughs> check this out. That's it. So here's the thing. That's the same. That's the same bullshit argument as if you hit me and ran and left me with an inch to die and I die from my wounds. That's not on you. That's justice. Bullshit. <laughs> <laughs> okay, by justice standards, that's manslaughter. That, that is manslaughter. Murder. My family so, is suing you. You are going to jail, to jail, sir. Exactly. I'm the one the city needs. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you so much. Um, all right, so uh, another uh, just a quick tidbit of information. Um, Naughty Dog and Sony have brought yet another delay to the uh, monster of a third-person shooter adventure. They pushed it back to May tenth, two thousand sixteen. Wow. Um, but boy, it does what, look what good and it does Uncharted play beautifully. Oh, We're actually that. talking about Uncharted. I'm a guys. Tomb Raider guy. I care about Uncharted. Tomb Raider. Guys. I oh Tomb Raider too. Oh, yeah, okay. holla holla. But um, I love me some back, Uncharted. Though. Yeah, they brought me some. They brought Uncharted, it back. Um, game up. And I'm hoping, was like, oh shit. And too bad. Tomb Raider made better games in two games. Actually, better games in one game. <clears throat> True. I really like the charts. <laughs> True. <laughs> um, but the good thing about it is that uh, you know a lot of people that have been playing the test beta, they it's it's been running pretty beautiful. They're saying that it's running 60 frames per second rate, which is like a huge bonus oh. in console gaming because you know PC is always like just oh, shitting the, on console. For the record, uh, yeah. before any of the Sony or Xbox fanboys come out the woodwork, I own both systems, so it's not yep. just me saying I like Tomb Raider because it's a Microsoft game. Exactly. <laughs> um, so if you haven't gotten into the stress test beta it ends march 6 uh 11 59 uh eastern standard time so if you're trying to get in you want to test out the game uh i check i, I suggest you guys check that out um we'll also be going into a uh, dc tv next um we're going to be discussing uh we'll start with arrow uh arrow season four episode 15 this episode was called taken oh yeah um, that's right we didn't record last week i was exactly. like wait, it was we only a week i was like wait only legends of tomorrow came on mm-hmm. this week we had a gap yeah this week yeah <laughs> And this episode actually featured uh, Vixen. Vixen is actually one of the... She is the first DC black super male. Uh, black super male. Black oh, super Oh, man, hero. yeah. That she's, episode was so she, forgetful because I was just like, why didn't she, they just call up Asia to do that? <laughs> oh, shit. Just call up Asia to do that? She looks so <laughs> oh, corny. Shit. I mean, all she had to do... like. Skip ahead to the I end. I loved she did her, one by thing. the way. She I thought she was a, like a statue. Adorable. 
She and, kept getting her ass whooped. And they, yeah. This one got me. Like, this whole episode, I mean, she's about, she's about to get into, like, the synopsis of the actual episode, but, you know, when you bring in this, like, big deal of an animated character, Vixen, and you expect her to be like, oh, we're fighting magic with magic. One more thing. Like, you know, we're doing that. It's like, okay, she's going to be awesome. She got her ass kicked the entire episode until yeah. the very end. Yeah, she, she, uh, I, yeah. Like, I, it's like, I, I, he I, I'm, I'm going to say that I was him. a little skeptical about her suit, though, at first, because I was like, I don't know if I'm going to feel I'm not going to say I don't really, like, Man, I like it. it I don't like, really like it, but I, I It looked I'm, like she should have been in, been cast in the, uh, <laughs> the Brian Singer original X-Men film. Yeah, exactly. Like, it's just that's the leather. The exact, like, <laughs> to go from the animated series costume to yeah. that, that's the I same like, kind of I filter. I feel like they like, could have <laughs> gave her, like, a skin suit. And I'm not trying to say, like, have her show, like, her ass and everything, but, like, they could have her a Awesome cat suit put they could have had the padding where it is it's like a leather it ba- yeah like it could have been a, no it could have been a leather bait like a leather cat suit with like padded base like you know her top could have had like extra different type of material and that would have worked like really well i just thought it was a little too bulky yeah they the love their leather man it's just yeah. too motocross i was too very like, motocross and I, I mean i know a lot of like i but what a weird aesthetically thing to about, I, but. I know like i don't want to be nitpicky about this um but personally this character actually means a bit to me because like i actually cosplay her yeah. so and um, we really like the the original design and the original design the original, was uh, yeah it's the design. thing that kind of like had me like the animated design when it came when it came out with it i was like yeah i was like they gave vixen a suit that's not like because don't get me wrong i love her her original suit it's like all orange but i love black so when you throw some black in there for me it's like yeah quick shout out My since Wednesday it's dc Adams, it's uh guys binge young justice season one and please two please binge yep. young justice although i did watch the second it. i did watch the second season i'm like uh this isn't that good anymore wait yeah. really the second season where it picked up for me well the second season got more serious so it got it, it, got, it, it got it got a little unbelievable it was going yeah. right to justice it, league it, it, we're getting there but you you know what their jump in like how serious they got Yo, and how word. like official they got is such a short <laughs> it was, amount of time it was, it was really like, yeah, quick yeah, it was like a three year time skip wasn't yeah but it? Five people years. yeah five but it got to it was a five year but it got to the point where like people were telling secrets it was like secrets within secrets it was like shield or some shit like, I was, was fine with that I was I like nine weeks of this show Aqualad I'm good <laughs> this is a great show <laughs> you like the show because of Wonder uh, Girl hell yeah you like the show because of what's his name Aqualad what's his name oh oh Calderon that's why you like the damn show so much you that was, was his, like the main that was his first yeah. cosplay. I remember that. It was my yeah. first cosplay back when it was only in Brightest Day, the comic book. And then yep. they destroyed he, him in New 52. And I was like, no! I cosplayed him and they made him not exist. Yeah, but um, back to the episode. Yes. Um, uh, Vixen, pretty much, you know, she has, she's a mystic. She has a power. She has magic power. She can get the help of animals um, by using her totem. She channels her totem. And through the totem, um, she gets the physical attributes times 10 um, because she can tap into the red. They didn't talk about the red yet um, until the show but that's actually what it is they're not going that. to the, uh, she like just schooled me on some shit taps into yeah it's like, the well oh. well in 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 you know comics they're, so she's they're, a fake beast boy kind of she's actually really stronger <laughs> than beast boy though because they're vital in the world there are uh, there there are two uh color actually i think it's three but there are two color life forces the green is the plant life the red is the animals the red has control over everything for some reason vixen control not only earth but she can do alien planets too so she can control like as long as she knows what the animal is she can get the power of that aka animal. when the writers run yeah. out of ideas for animals yeah. they're like she's what actually, do beast boy do aliens but all right the, <laughs> thing, the whole thing like like i said the reason why i love her is because she's actually really like fucking strong a lot of people play vixen but vixen is the only character uh the only justice leaguer that can cut superman just beating his ass i mean she's like, magic she can, so exactly like she can fight him and like she can beat his ass like, i really so. like her portrayal in the justice League. anybody with a wand can beat my boy superman true <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> Come on. <laughs> she's got, like Shazam all day. Like, but, you, you uh, that's Shazam. not even true. Stop lying to the audience. Well, no one could be Superman. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> that's true. <laughs> that's true. That's true. That's true. You get him down for like two or three. Like, you can have Kryptonite <laughs> infused with a scepter of pure magic, and like he would still be like, I'm stronger than that somehow. All you need to do is drop one mental block. over for He's on the floor. Yeah. Superman, we really need you to win. Oh, okay. I'll the win because <laughs> I really want to. Yeah. But um, Arrow and Vixen, they team up to track down Damien Dark, who allegedly kidnapped Oliver's son. We find out Oliver in the previous episodes, he, you know, has a son. He's been hiding them. Um, Oliver will also have to bear it all to Felicity because given that shit's hitting the Question. fan, I'm they're about to get married. Mm-hmm. How do you feel about Felicity holding him responsible for what his mistake i guess you can say oh, you mean even after he clearly even, explains even, it no not even that, even after, after everyone after talks to him about it and, and after even she after the admits, even after mama, she admits because it, she admits yeah. she understands the logic behind it <laughs> even after it. his own sister either, comes every step of the way it was it like first yeah. of all they played out the same way that they did in the um time travel episode with the flash crossover mm. where literally the same dialogue where she's just literally like you didn't tell me like why would you keep secrets like you're always keeping secrets like how can i trust you but this time i guess because he spoke to thea in his timeline he actually had the the fucking intelligence to be like, wait, let me actually explain to you what happened with this baby yeah. mama drama. <laughs> so he explains it to her. Then she goes, all right, I'll think about it. Then everyone kind of talks to her about it, including the baby mama herself. Yeah. Like everybody literally goes, everybody literally goes hey man, like, it wasn't his fault at all. It's not his fault. Literally, it was all me. Literally, it was his mother's fault in the him. beginning. It's nah. not like he knew he had a damn kid. He yeah. didn't even know he had a freaking kid. And like, clearly it's tearing him apart and he even like kind of shows it to Felicity. So she even knows that he's been struggling with this. So it's not like he was just keeping alive just because. Yeah. But Three strikes are out, I guess. It was like, <laughs> three strikes. You lied. I was just like, uh, no going back. I just feel like Felicity's character, in my personal opinion, has changed. They've made her more of this like wife type of character. When mm. like in the beginning, she was more the writer and a fun, the girl plucky friend. psychic. She was the plucky psychic, and she was understanding. Man, she was if the you patty get shot, you get serious too. It's true, but like, you know, she'd be was... nice if she got shot and, and the... didn't walk again. Yes, <laughs> 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 then I would actually be okay with her character change. But when you get shot and then that like, doesn't matter, you like, get a, a, later. a bomb ass. Michael trip, <laughs> Michael trip from Mr. Terrific. Oh, you're paralyzed. Here's a cure for that. Yeah. <laughs> just pass it. Like, so their go. whole mission, um, the the mission between you know, like I said, I hope he Arrow becomes a millionaire. Vixen. I'm selling the shit out of that Michael trip. <laughs> he should be the richest man in the universe. Seriously, oh, like what? after she started walking, press conference. Guess <laughs> what? I'm patenting it. I'm patenting it. She is walking, guys. But yeah, um, yeah. So Damien Dark is pretty much at his home in his own home quarters with his son they use Vixen yeah the whole reason they call Vixen instead of Constantine which I think is funny they, they yeah. actually like throw it out there like what about Constantine it's like oh he actually is in hell oh like what's, our, what's wrong with him no he's literally in hell he's <laughs> like, physically in hell but they use cool they use Vixen to pretty much destroy his totem because obviously they think anybody with magic a magic power has a magic, magic totem <laughs> magic with magic so you know um, they went they used Vixen to destroy the totem she, <laughs> she did a bad job for like a first couple times yeah she did two cool action moves she had to do like this panther jump um over him but before that he actually like had a moment with her where he's like "Ooh, i like you like they always over sexualize that's one thing it's like okay i get it they're gonna all they're gonna over sexualize this black girl because every time someone refers to it's like oh this hot chick she's so beautiful and exact and i'm not saying it's like a bad thing don't get me wrong but like hey man all the women i don't like the word exotic but yeah i don't yeah i don't like like, the "Mm, word exotic chocolate 
<laughs> yeah, it's just like, okay, cool. They're over-sexualizing the brown girl just because, you know, she's the brown girl. He's just like, ooh, I like you. She's like, uh, she's using her um, magic powers to kind of like combat his. And she can, How? she managed to like, yeah, she managed to like, every time. yeah, well, she managed to get out of it. Like she's strong enough that she can kind of like uh, resist it a little bit. Um, they lose the first encounter. So, you know, when they come back, they handle it smarter. Instead of taking him head on, they use Vixen to snag his totem then when they take the totem vixen channels the god of a gorilla well the power of a gorilla and starts hulk smashing well she was using all the animals too yeah actually towards the end she started using all the animals like you just start seeing like i give it that the visual effects on that part was that part was really cool yeah how they kept having her smash everything about vixen's portrayal like i know we're talking about costume but like in terms of like her physicality overall i liked her i liked how helpful she was in the episode i liked when she talked i liked how she explained her Mm. story within like two minutes they explained they gave all the backstory of who she was i love how her story tied in casual conversation i i think she's hot and she's a very good looking chick i just wished her hair was short personally (laughs) i understand why they didn't make her hair short i understand that the character that the actress she has naturally long hair so you know you don't want to go through like trying to get somebody to cut their hair and all this i understand but i feel like they could have probably threw a wig on the sister they could have probably uh, they could have hooked up they could have called me (laughs) no legit if they would have called me i could have found her some sisters that could have hooked up a nice little short hair do for her i ain't cut my hair look i ain't cut my hair um, until i see some uh, some higher figures on my and Re- all reoccurring that, star <laughs> reoccurring episode yeah. other than all that I liked her I thought she was cute and she she sounds like Vixen of course because of the anime how'd you so feel about how me. she felt about the um, her stance on dealing with William like she told um, Oliver to straight up abandon her, his son like it would be she better she didn't for tell him. him to abandon well, his it'd be son better. she, she it'd be better told him William. to wait she told yeah. him to not tell him yet and yeah I did agree with that because um if you a superhero you walking around and every five seconds somebody trying to kill you and your kid like yeah. you know what I mean I hey think man I'm just saying it's already is, Batman give him the Ra's al Ghul have him train yeah it's not Bring like he back. knew anyway that that was his dad necessarily yeah, and, Merlin. <laughs> yeah so like I, I, didn't, I thought that was pretty cool um, yeah. moving on we're actually going to be talking about uh, so we'll be going into Flash now um, Flash episode was also episode 15 season 2 episode oh. 15 this was actually the King Shark oh episode. you know Javon's oh. looking confused because he probably doesn't remember what episode it is but I was remember. trying to remember yeah. that shit you I actually why I don't remember it that King Shark had made one appearance already in the Flash. He was grabbing the uh, Barry Allen from behind when he, oh. you know, threw him up in the air and all that shit. And he makes his triumph um, the turn. Yeah, way. so he comes back for revenge. Um, pretty much, uh, King Shark escapes Argus. So Lila and Diggle are actually in this episode. It's like a mini crossover episode. Yeah. Lila's actually running um, Argus now. It's kind of like the epilogue to the uh, Cadmus episode, AWOL. Exactly. Mm. Um, so it's just a lot of, like, loose plots left over in this episode. Um, well, they mostly deal with... King Shark pretty much shows up at the West House and Did they blow their whole budget on everybody. that episode? <laughs> they probably uh, did, because I heard, like, did. I remember when they talked about the initial King Shark appearance for, that, like, that 10-second tag into that other episode. That was the most expensive thing they had ever done in the show. Yeah. So, like, it's not like King Shark was only in this episode for he was the whole a few episode. times. He, he was, was there. in there a lot. He was there, yeah. So, so. And he looked way better than Gorilla Grodd, so yeah. they did an amazing job with that character. And then he, he, you know, pretty much just, he's smelling Barry, and he goes to the house, he goes, you know, he pretty much is like, where's Flash? I can smell him. And Science. he rips the house open. <laughs> Science. Everybody's so chill and calm. And that was It the was best funny part because Wally Wally's was Wally's like, there. nobody's gonna freak out about the freaking Jaws opening up the roof of this house. <laughs> Nobody. Yeah, just like oh well stuff like this happens all the time and he's just looking like nah bullshit that. so um you know and then next thing you know they finally because I not trying to say I didn't care about King Shark I was I, I low, low key was just waiting for them to show Jay Garrick 
and like zoom again. So what? they finally did. Wait, jump. wait, wait, wait! Before we get to the big reveal at the end, you you were just gonna gloss okay, over. Okay, I will Jesus gloss Christ. over it. There's but... so much in this episode that was good. They okay. had the, the scenes with Earth. To, uh, Barry finally confesses to Joe and Iris what he felt. Um, okay, in Earth yeah, two. he expressed. He finally explains to them, them what happened, which makes all that happened. dumb crap he was doing in the other world to experience that stuff is what, what the point of it was. Now he come back with all that heavy-hearted drama. Now and he comes can back teach with teach him how to be a better. Person, well, he also a you know family. it also makes for you know more interesting stories. Yeah. And now that he has seen his father figure die, yeah. and how it like it makes him feel kind of like you know divorced from the reality of the world he's in now because it's just it's so crazy to be going through that. Yeah. So I, I would now for, even more forgive all the dumb things you're doing in Earth too, because now you kind of get why he did it. Just literally for the story beats. And then you get that awesome scene at the end with uh, the King Shark and Barry literally running on water and doing a Sharknado type move with lightning. That shit was dope. Like, ah, animated series levels of awesome. Yeah, I think that was a highlight for the yeah. show. Uh, uh, everything else is probably forgetful. Yeah. Even the Earth 2 stuff where he, like... I mean, that was cool, yeah. No, he's right. That it, was it, cool. it was like, touching, he, It was but an emotional moment, yeah. It was come on, man. Moment. But like Electrical I said, I really tornado, shit around that. That erases everything else. Yeah, <laughs> <was dope>. I'm <laughs> like, what? This is a TV show? <laughs> so then they um they pretty much go back into the whole... Uh, they, like I said, they pick up with the Jay Garrick situation. Um, They lead off. They show Zoom pretty much, you know, I guess, talking to Jay Garrick very briefly. It's like, is no. Jay Garrick dead? Was he really Jay Garrick? Who's the man in the Iron Mask? Like, people don't really know. Like, we well, don't know. The big know. reveal it's is like, confusing at this after point. that scene where Jay Garrick puts, or Zoom puts his hand to Jay Garrick, and we all thought he was dead. Yeah, he's it seems not like he dead. Is dead. He no, just, it seems like he is dead. I don't think he's dead. And that, yes, it seems like he's dead. He was lying lifeless on the floor when he dropped him. Like, he just dropped that body on the floor. And then he takes off his, Zoom takes off his mask to reveal that it is also Jay Garrick. Hunter's Zolomon. Hunter's yeah, Zolomon. Hunter's <laughs> yeah, this the, is Earth One. The showrunners actually Jay came Garrick. out and said that that actually is yeah. Hunter's Zolomon from Earth One. So that point where you've seen him in the park, if you guys remember when um, Jay Garrick was like looking for <laughs> Earth One, Jay Garrick, he was like, yeah, Jay Garrick, he's sitting here, you know, he's just a normal guy. He's not. Meanwhile, that was really Zoom there, sitting in the club. There you go, Rob. So you weren't, you weren't right. We were both right in a sense yeah. when you think about it. Because I said it would have I to be Hunter's Zolomon. I said it was Hunter's Zolomon too. Yeah. Yeah. I was hoping that was just like a, yeah. like so a red herring. Right. Like, no, we, we all know you think Hunter's Zolomon is going to be it, but it's not actually him. It's oh, like you, three, no, it was like, no, ha ha. It actually is him. It was a koi. They were koi, a koi Easter egg. I don't know how confusing this is, but I think it's three. The theory, the current, the most prevailing theory is right now Earth 2 Zoom and Earth 2 Jay Garrick are like doppelgangers of each other. Like they're like twins. Whatever Jay Garrick did on Earth 2 to get his powers and use the Velocity created 6 another created a shadow of shadow himself, of which, himself would be that Jay which would be Zoom. Jay Garrick Zoom. Maybe. And then that guy in the mask would be Earth 1 Jay Garrick. I yeah. was also thinking... And they're saying that Earth 1 Jay Garrick found out about Earth No, he just removed the, his doppelganger from the other the, Earth. Yeah, exactly. I so. was thinking a little more on the uh, the old uh, uh, Jet Li movie, The One, where he just went from world oh, to I world. I nobody's bitch. Oh, he was like Earth 3, <laughs> Jay Garrick or something? He was just I, killing I, all his, his doppelgangers. I like, I'm getting stronger by killing you motherfuckers. <laughs> It seems like he knows though, because he didn't seem like that annoyed by it. He's just like, this this is a complication. Like, yeah. So it's like he almost knew, but didn't really care. Yeah. <laughs> um, and yeah, and Cisco actually is still going through some stuff too, because, you know, he feels shitty because, you know, his Earth 2 bad dude is like stronger than him. So he's trying to figure out how he can be. No, most stronger. of this episode was him just dealing with um, Caitlin possibly becoming uh, Killer Frost because she hates her life. <laughs> yeah, right now, yeah, that which was, that was hilarious. Thing. They had the like Caitlin Snow scare where she tried to act all like Killer Frost. It's really cold right now. Yeah. <laughs> she's like, what? <laughs> Do you think she's actually going to become Killer Frost or any iteration nah, of it? I nah, think that they was just played around with it really good. I'm hoping they at least have the meat. 
Because I don't yeah. think Killer Frost is actually dead. They didn't show her die. Oh, uh, yeah. And so now we're going to actually go into... I don't know, um, man. Everybody... She... She... She physically attacked Zoom. Everybody else didn't. Yeah. And he still put a hole in it. <laughs> <laughs> you fucked up the Gooch? <laughs> the Gooch? But yeah. Um, there was Speed Force I had a drain to afford this? <laughs> oh, man. Guys are dumb. Um, but touching on uh, the next, uh, uh, well, the last installment of DCTV, Legends of, Tomo- Legends of Tomorrow. Two episodes since we missed one. It is, yeah, we're actually going to be talking about two episodes. Um, Thursday night's episode, uh, the DC Legend of Tomorrow, uh, it was pretty cool. The episode that with... we, we skipped over was Arrow 2046. You mean Arrow done better? Yeah. Yes. The Tell best me that Arrow was not show the that best. wasn't on Arrow. She just took my line. Yeah. <laughs> Are you mad? All He's mad. I am. <laughs> That's why I know it. Way to that culture that appropriate you, my say. Didn't see me last episode. He's so upset. Appropriate your But yeah, no. It really was. It was Arrow Beyond. It was funny is they went even more Batman with it, but it worked even better. It was so good. It worked even better. I go a lot when he's like miserable and depressed. Like I'm, I'm sorry, Stephen. I love you. You're a great actor. You're a liar for that. Wait, you said great actor? If he stays in this range right here, see this what I'm doing? (laughs) Guess what? Guess what? Guess what? We can all be great actors. I don't think I can pull off a good Batman, so I'm not gonna say that. No, if you just get casted as who you are, you're a great actor. (laughs) (laughs) Come on now. Look, I'm just saying, when he's in the Bruce Wayne range, he's great. When he gets up there with the Ollie Happy range, it's like, you kind of corny, bro. Guy the Casey Jones. Bro, he's, there, bro. It, it, it's just him. It's just him. He's the same thing in Ninja Turtles. No, he's happier in Ninja Turtles, which is why he's bad. <laughs> or he seems bad. But when he's Bruce Wayne, I'm all right. But yeah, shout out to Joseph Jones. He, like, we were expecting him to do great in this episode, and he did. Like... I was all about his Terry McGinnis. I feel like I feel like he needed more development. They literally, I didn't get enough of him. To do, and I will agree with you on this. Remove that entire B plot. What the fuck? Who cares about Kendra being hit on by friggin' uh, Franz Drame and uh, and um, Adam? Yeah, it was unnecessary. It was unnecessary. Girls, guys, you know they got to do. I know CW, but like, got to do it for the ladies. When you literally have have this amazing, they always have to have a storyline. Just like if you know, they could have used that um, time slot for Captain Cold and. Oh my God, Javon is like pushing my mind right now. Like going through their little little love. Like it's also also unnecessary. Attraction is there. You know why? Especially necessary and weird on the one level because Hawkman had just died. <laughs> Two, she wasn't it really doesn't even matter. Anyway, she thought he was a clown anyway. Yeah, just but skipping ahead to the next episode, the, the whole B plot even matter because you find out that she actually is digging on Palmer. Which is also awkward, but I mean, it just makes this whole episode worth nothing. It's like, why no, even it have the... They made a competition, but it was pretty obvious that she liked them. That was just the setup. She... Yeah. But you, but you're focusing on that wasn't even the focus. Was I don't know. That means she. You're on a ship. That means she got over it real quick because she was sobbing and crying, and I don't want to do this anymore. And he's dead. <laughs> I'm like, soulmate. oh, I'm, I'm locking like, this lips. Is her soulmate. She knows she's gonna die at some point and see that nigga again. Like, what's she <laughs> like what's she like? She's not too worried about it because she know. All right, I'm gonna see you. Let me have fun while I'm just I'm saying here. Like, the whole plot. Could have dissolved for a much stronger episode, okay, which was Connor's interest. I guess so much but, better. Uh, I loved it. I loved it so much, especially with like the reveal of him being Dickel Jr. Yeah, I thought that yeah. was cool. That was dope. I, I no longer carry that name. 
Yeah, it was like whatever your name is. We also dealt with Rory not wanting to actually leave because it was like I've 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 that that was another thing. I I enjoyed the complication Rory and uh, I loved yeah. it. Well, uh, it Leonard was a focus it, more on that yeah. word. For real. It felt like prison break. It felt like prison it break. Like the banter. It felt like it, it felt like like what they were going through. Have you ever if you've ever seen yeah, it? Like it, it actually, I didn't watch all the seasons, but I did watch the first. But like they're they're iconic. Like they're you know because he's he's always a hot head and you know. Snarts you think he's cool dead? One. It's like he had to play the cool. Hmm? You think he's dead? Nah. Oh, that's in the next episode. We'll get to that. <laughs> yeah, I don't think he's Hopefully dead. Hopefully not. Yeah, it ended. It actually ended. But that, that episode ended with, um, you know, pretty taking much him out taking back. Rory out like back. Like yeah. We're combining episodes. Like, we're talking like about Arrow 2046 and We're talking about both. What we're talking about. Yeah. In Arrow 2046, uh, what I was really hoping for, and another thing that could make again, I think this is the best. I think this is easily the best Legends of Tomorrow episode, yeah. and I think it's the best Arrow episode without being an Arrow episode. But that being said, it could have been even stronger if I was hoping Deathstroke was going to be more of a presence. I knew it was going to be Manu Bennett. I wish it would have been. Well, they it, it they never they, conv- they combine two characters, you know that, right? Ravenger and yeah, then his son. Grant was yeah. yeah, that's fine. But I was hoping they were going to tie it in because what the episode before this was was Arrow, and they had the whole thing with William. I was really hoping Deathstroke was going to be William. How fuck, and that would explain why he's like so fucked, like Arrow was so fucked up, why the world's destroyed. How could you fight your son? Oh, I see. Like, after the 18 years, he comes back and is like, I hate you. (laughs) I hate you, everything you stand for. Who's your enemy? Yeah, but then I'm his now. But you gotta explain where he got all that training from. No, you don't. Who? Don't train. Don't, don't, don't explain. Tra- explain it with one word and just make you guess. Like what? He he, like he, he hooked took up his with. Son and trained him. Yeah. Like he found Deathstroke. Like he found Slade and he became his apprentice. And it's like what? where he's in jail. And now in the show out. now, yeah, you don't know. It's like thirty years. <laughs> you got thirty years to talk about. Like I don't know. I, that was my one complaint because as it was, Grant Wilson was pretty like one note and weak. Mm. Like he didn't really have any presence. It was yeah. just I'm Deathstroke's son. Anyway, <laughs> all right, <laughs> whatever. I guess you're threatening because your name's Wilson. His yeah. face so is that, weird. That, that was a pretty good episode. <laughs> His face. Is I'm weird. glad I was. Well, I thought that, but I didn't want to say it. His yeah. face is weird. Face is weird. <laughs> Grant Wilson's. That's fucked. <laughs> He's got like a frying pan face. I don't know what it is. It's something, <laughs> something threw me off about him. I'm glad Javon also noticed it. I'm not crazy. <laughs> okay. That's fucked. And I'm a guy that like like liked um Kylo Ren. So what does that say? Oh, uh, Adam Driver. Yeah. 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 I mean, Adam, he just looked like he just looked like one of those masks from the Purge. Like I don't know. Like that ain't, that, that's not any better, Asia. <laughs> <laughs> You went from we went from weird to his face looks like a purge mask. That's frightening. <laughs> okay. You need a guy behind the mask in the purge, or or the mask itself. The mask is so, like, yeah, yeah, horrible. That's worse. Wow. <laughs> I was with you. Well, I thought it was the other thing, <laughs> but not that way. All right, but no. Um. Speaking of which, I can't um, wait for election day. That looks interesting. Oh yeah. Oh, shit. Yeah. I, I like the second, second one. I like the second one better. I like than better the first. first one. Yeah, me too. Yeah. The more batshit crazy they go with those, the better. Yep. And that's kind of what that Arrow twenty four six world was. It was like the purge. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Wow. Well, moving into the next new episode, Marooned. Um, it, this one was actually uh, it, they actually introduced flashbacks in this. Um, when it begins, Rip is watching a message that he received uh, from so his low. wife and son before they were killed. <laughs> they, they say that. <laughs> yeah, it's actually a hologram um, that's playing on the loop. Um, 
kind of similar to Tom Cruise in Minority Report, the whole, the way they loop the story. Uh, Starm arrives in time to stop him from drowning in liquor and sadness. <laughs> um, but Rip's family is on his mind for the rest of the episode, which offers the backstory of the flashbacks. You see where Rip first met his wife, Miranda. They were both actually training to become Time Masters. Um, his wife actually was it's the better. doper Time Master. Awesome. She was more dope than him. She was the more calm and level-headed one. They had an exercise where they had to flush out bad guys, and mm. he was the one freaking the hell out. You know what that he was couldn't like? Handle that it. I didn't think about he the episode. He was under pressure. She easily handled the situation. Star Trek. Yeah, it was a star. It was the Kobe Star Ma- Trek. Kobayashi Maru with yeah. the first movie. No, second movie. Second, yeah, second movie. yeah, 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 yeah. That was like the situation that you can't win, but you get the finest uh, way out of it anyway. Yeah, that's yeah. what she did. So she actually was pretty cool. Um, they find out that they're dating, and then they ended up, you know, they got caught by their court martial. Yeah, they got <laughs> yep. So they ended up having to go through this whole uh, trial. Um, but before the trial could actually like completely finish, they had to did take a you break. Fuck her. The <laughs> were pretty much, and then they both look at each other like. Oh, we know you did, but take 30 minutes to think about it. <laughs> it was so fucked up, though, because they're like, they literally said to them, they're like, we know you guys did it, and it's probably not going to sway our decision, but we'll come back in an hour anyway. Like, it was like, why would you guys just fucking... That's like when your res- mom tells you at the beginning of the day, like, when you get home... You're going to get your ass a, beat. We're going to have a talking. No. <laughs> and ain't we going to have a talking. Okay, fine. You're going to get Either your way, ass beat. You know you get your ass beat the whole day. Like, it's like, it's like uh, nothing you say is going to make this better. We already seen your report card so you could do this the easy way or the hard way you could apologize and still get your ass beat or you could cry and still get your ass beat so that's literally what happened time lords time lords time Time lords so then they readjourn and then it finds out that the wife actually uh, the the girl actually is the one that resigns because she has faith in Rip Hunter Rip Hunter goes and they talk and she's like she's like you changed me I found love and I want to fight for love and I don't want to be a time master if I can't love you know that bitch shit so you know that's how that happened I don't mean to be ruthless, but that's what happened. Seems kind of ruthless, um, though. It, <laughs> I was just saying. You know, it seems that, but that's how it happened. It was. It was really cute. Um, how do you guys feel? Even about, though she was far more capable in, uh, of handling situations, she was. Yeah. Pretty. How, how do you guys feel about Rip's characterization so far? Because like he he fluctuates between like endearing for me and, and an asshole. asshole. Yeah. Straight up. But he's they make him like Doctor Who, and I, I, that's but why. But Doctor Who, I think balances like walks the line a little bit. Yeah, better than but they, it's, wanted, he's still a watered down Doctor Who. So of I wanted Rory to whoop his ass and that. That prison. Yeah. Are you calling me meat? <laughs> like he called him as dumb as meat. Yeah. Meat. Really I don't want somebody's me. ass. You call he me a You know what's funny? The whole episode. Were you guys also thinking that Rory was playing like a like a double cross? No. Nah. Like he was. You thought he was just stripped the entire time? No. Nah. Yeah. I thought he was like, oh, you're gonna call me dumb. I'm actually gonna find because, a way to get out of this. Because and he like, he he was that same. Uh, type in Arrow 2047. In the episode yeah. Arrow 2047. But yeah. even in that episode, which I don't get, it seems like a flip in his characterization because um, even uh, Captain Cole points out, he's like, like weren't you chummy with Ray Palmer? With like, boy. weren't you guys like, like having a good time in that prison? And in the He said, no, he legit said, he said no. I owed him. That's it. Yeah. I know, but it just seems weird. To ha- I, I guess just if that's what the writers were trying to do, it's a really good way to subvert expectations. Because you think he's like, oh, he's warming up to him. But he's like, nah, I literally just well, did see, that because I ordered Rory. That's it. <laughs> Rory, I mean, that's the good thing about Rory. You can kind of play with his character in that sense because yes. he's a hothead enough that it's like sometimes he's cool and sometimes he's just fucking backstreet. And that's why I hope um, they didn't leave his ass because he's one of the more interesting characters. Exactly. So leave. It looked like he's dead. 
There's no way they there's no way they did old yeller on him. My man literally said one of us is only one of us is walking away alive. But it, the episode's also called Marooned. So maybe yeah. he froze his foot and it's like <laughs> <laughs> I'll be back for you at the end of this mission. So, you know, then they fast forward. Obviously Rip is no longer with his wife or son Jonah. He's losing the fight against Vandal, uh, Vandal Savage. He also explains to Stein that because they already screwed up their last encounter with Savage, that the only way to gain the upper hand is to travel even further back. Because they keep fucking up, they gotta keep going further I'm so and further tired and of further. Going Back. In time. The only the trouble <laughs> is they can't travel further back in time without a software update to Gideon, as Stein puts it. So their whole thing is they need a software update in order to travel even Yo, further Rip, back. Yo, Rip, your shit needs mad patches all the time, bro. Your shit's so broken. Yeah, so, also, you know. did, 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 is it just me or is that the future technology is only futuristic and advanced when the plot needs it to be? Because people from 2016 can repair the ship. Also, space-time Pirates, okay, can't dent or or touch Ray Palmer's armor. Their guns just pew 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 bounce right off. Yeah, come on now, it's really good armor, man. It's like Iron. Oh Man bullshit! Style. <laughs> it's like Iron. Look, Man look, style. I can't get into the nitty gritty of these of Legends of Tomorrow anymore because if I start questioning why, freaking um, what's his name, Franz Jamay, what's his character's name, uh, Jax. Jackson, why Jax can somehow. Fix hair and a fix time machine and constantly be working on hey, time. and then say things like an engine's an engine. Yeah, no, it ain't. No, it ain't. No, it ain't. <laughs> Stop saying those words and try to make me believe them. It's not true. <laughs> you can, I, I do not want to see with a wrench fixing a time space like time capsule. capsule thing. I don't. I don't want to see that. <laughs> just don't say it at all. Like just don't say it. You don't, I don't need to just say there's a self-repairing system. I know they have to make everybody useful on the ship, but not like that. <laughs> Yo, just say there's a self-repairing system. It's going to take a couple of hours we're stranded here yes i believe that yeah because it's the future yeah but not some 2016 dude who is fixing a, a, a freaking cars he's a car yeah. mechanic <laughs> can fix uh uh yeah uh, 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 stein stein you want to get in there and you know I know no, you i'm, a, new, I'm but... a nuclear physicist i'm sorry this is out of my expertise I hate that shit Yo, you guys are dumb but <laughs> also nitpicking but i'm just i'm just exactly. saying I hate that shit. Um, <laughs> So, you know, so another side plot in the episode, um, you know, the team, they start to get restless. Uh, you know, apparently Mick is going through his whole thing. Um, they get this distress call from another time master in deep space. Keep in mind, this is very Doctor Who-y. This um, is very Star very, Trek stuff. Every Star reference they Trek, made, Anything you they think made of is yeah. just there. Um, Captain Eve Baxter, she's aboard the Archeron. She's asking for help. Uh, the legends, they argue about where to go, whether they should go or not. They do. They split the team up. When they do approach, um, Max Stein, Jackson, Rip, they head off to... Uh, play alien ha 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 and search through the uh, abandoned ship instead the Arcan is quite crowded where the team pirate the t- time pirates they actually have time pirates um the time Next pirates are, no sense yeah, that was my biggest thing with that I'm at, okay the time Spy- pirates time leader is actually so a Battlestar Galactica so what do they do uh, do they go actually. back in time and, and through different time parts in, in the future and the past and just rape and pillage and then steal stuff that time won't miss I guess I guess really? they never really explain how they time pirates work they never how no, time pirates no, work no okay. stupid but, and then because his whole thing was like I thought that you need just, help us because if Thanos have destroyed the world we're all screwed pirates, it's I like the time pirates, I'm on a ship in space what are you talking about yeah, I, 
<laughs> I thought the time pirates to steal ships. I thought that was their thing. They steal the time. Because um, the, the whole thing was they wanted the core okay. of the ship that makes the time, you know, that can allow time to travel. I don't know. But what so, I really liked was... Um, so why, why call them time awesome. pirates then? Just call them pirates. Maybe they steal know. that and sell it. I don't know. You gotta, but, add, um, gotta add space That's how it, it works. I mean, um, Stein was a space ranger, which I loved. You know, they get on board. The pirates, they turn out. Like I said, the battle, the, the pirate, the leader is a Battlestar Galactica character. Um, Levin Conaway. Yeah. Neither did I. I never watched it though. Yeah. So I don't really watch it, but um, yeah, that's pretty awesome. Okay, so real quick, he throws them into the brig. Um, they stay behind in the shuttle. Um, where they meet up with Captain Baxter, who dismisses Rip's legitimacy. They go back into the whole. You know, they have this ethics debate between like what the reason why Rip did what he did, and he explains to her that was for love. Love. Um, which is why they had the whole back story. It's just pretty funny because they both have the same dope coats. Like if you notice. They both have like these brown coats. That's the uniform of the Time Master. Exactly. Um, so but I just love how like, her her Gideon is called Gilbert. So like it must be like the Siri of the future. <laughs> it's like the OSX. This still not explaining how uh, Eobard Thawne has Gideon as well. He just likes that brand. <laughs> that's a good brand. That flash made apparently. Brand. <laughs> but you know what? What really pissed me off, real quick, about the leader of the Time Lord or uh, Space Pirates. He almost killed Rip. And my issue with that is Vandal Savage got beat by Rip twice pretty easily. So does this Spice Pirate a better fighter than Vandal Savage? And here's the bigger issue. Why is Vandal Savage so weak? Plot. Why? Plot? That's the worst thing. It should be the opposite. He'd be strong because of the plot. (laughs) He always got to get away, but we can't show him get dominated all the time. Then make him strong. (laughs) Make him super. Damien Dark is stronger before he lost his powers. He's supposed to be in the comics. I don't know why they didn't. It it would be so easy. It it literally just goes to show you that, wait a second, I actually do need a team to beat him in that sense. It's kind of. Not when I can just go back in time and snipe his head open. No, they'll give you some bullshit. Oh, only uh, what's-her-name can stab him and kill him. Okay, so he's dead now, right? Let's take his body, put it on the ship, put it in prison. We say this all the time. Stab and then stab him. <laughs> Wait, he wakes up. Oh, you're awake? Stab. Now you're dead. Stab him some more and then burn him and then throw him in the sun. Oh, we can do that because we have a spaceship. I, I just don't like Rip Hunter like fluctuating between he can solo Vandal Savage twice by himself and then some random space pirate almost kills him. I'm just like... You're just making Vandal Savage look worse. And especially when the next episode is going to be Vandal Savage again. It's like, I know you're not going to beat him. So, like, you're just wasting my time. (laughs) There's a reason why Arrow 2046 was so good. It's because it had nothing to do with Vandal Savage. All right. So, um... Now we're going to actually go into, uh, like we said, we're actually, you know, since leading up to the Batman v Superman movies, we will be all taking our uh, personal picks of either whether it be comics or animated media, um, our favorite Superman, Batman battles or fights. The first one was Javon's pick, uh, Lex Luthor, Man of Steel. Um, It's a five issue comic um it was a limited series written by brian azzarello and illustrated by lee barmagio yeah if you want to go into it it was literally a one issue i mean you could take the synopsis it was more interesting to see not necessarily fight between obviously or no, nah, it was like an afterthought yeah. almost. It, it was, yeah, it was, a, it was like a side. But badass. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But it was very important. This comic Lexus actually is very important. Insanity. Yeah. Yes. Uh, Rate it up. <laughs> it, de- it deals with a lot of the psychology between behind Lex and, and why Lex wants to put Superman down. And, and I really hope Jesse Eisenberg, because that's one of my favorite yeah. Lex interpretations. And I really hope Jesse Eisenberg sees that, that Superman's 
God, like uh, uh, um, Overwatch and Omnipotence is stunting the human growth and yeah. accomplishment and yeah. aspiration. It's cradling us. Yeah, it's cradling yeah. us. Exactly. We're his baby. To at you know every beck and call, he'll come and save us instead of learning to walk and fending for ourselves. Yeah, I really like this comment. I think it really will tie in directly into how Lex kind of looks at Superman and Batman v Superman, and how Batman or Bruce Wayne and Lex Luthor are kind of on the same side. Yeah, when, when you when, the, you, when the, it boils down to it. Superman. Yeah, because it, it, Batman doesn't know from Adam, and he also he's a guy with a plan for everything. So of course, when you see a alien god destroying shit, you're gonna have a plan to take that guy out. Yeah, and feel like he's a threat if you don't actually know him yet. So like, and I for really the like record, that. for all the Batman fanboys, this actually shows this comic. If you haven't read, <laughs> shows a scenario when guess what? Batman has no prep time. No prep time. Oh, and no Superman nothing. Gives no it was fucks. and Superman gave no fucks. Okay, say no fucks is an understatement. <laughs> <laughs> he gave negative fucks. Like, I don't know. <laughs> All right, in this comic, yeah, Superman, oh, God, the way fight. Superman, the way Superman is drawn versus the way Lex looks is like drawn. A demon. Superman's drawn very scary. He's demonized. So many He's very lines, demonized. Lex Luthor has bigger eyes. His eyes are more doe-like. He's, He's yeah. way more humanized. His shiny cool. head looks very innocent. He, you know what I mean? Like they just yeah. they draw him a little they bit more. They draw Superman like a force of nature. They draw him yeah. like a force. Yeah. That's why he has almost no dialogue because he basically is like Godzilla. He's yeah. literally like just that that hurricane that you cannot like. I think. Yeah, they literally said it. It's a hurricane with Will. With Will, yeah. yeah. There you go. Yeah. He's a hurricane. And I get. You can. That's a thousand times stronger. where Lex Luthor comes from. You in this whole like this it whole story. Him. You get it's it. It's like this being is just walking around doing other fucking ones and people trying to humanize himself. Yeah. Know that there's literally a god walking amongst us that at any point could literally go. You know what? Fuck all this. Help people, but. And the same coin, you flip it around, it shows you how freaking crazy Lex Luthor is. It literally sees someone helping people, and his first thought goes to, Lies. This guy's hurting us. I know he's trying to kill us all. I know it. It just shows you that his issue yeah. with Superman isn't really an issue. It, well, he's, it, it's fabricated. It's five issues his, of lies. His, yeah, exactly. It's not, in his mind, in his mind, Luther, in his mind Luther, Luther views Superman as, as a being that looks down on us. And really, <laughs> if you really think about this, because honestly, the I've, okay, this is gonna sound so fucked up, but I've Lex Luthor is a person that I've met in my life and many of times. Lex Luthor is the guy that he has the issue with the person because deep down he really has the issue with, with himself. himself. Yep. And yep. that's a lot of the reason why he drives and he, the, his motivations are fueled the way they are with such tenacity mm-hmm. and with such like he, he really obsesses over it. If you it feels he like an obsession. He wants to be ironically. Superman. <laughs> and ironic yeah, obviously and he that's says for the betterment of and if he fuels his motivation. It's really because he wants to be the demigod that can look down and say, I am better than you because he is the idealist. And because he's an idealist that can never meet the ideal, he hates the thing that is the ideal. And that's what makes it sad. Um, And at the onset of this series, do you want to actually go into it, Javon? And go to the plot of the the book? So uh, so the plot of the book is, it's pretty much showing, from what I interpret, it looked like the, the encounter between the two is already there. The history and whatnot. Yes, but I also had that kind of like question because I was like, it seems like at first we're talking about a blur and they never really get a good read of him. I'm yeah, like, but they seem like they have images of him. Yeah, exactly. Him before, so, so and the way you know the way Clark is floating outside of his tower. Yeah. the two have spoke mo- or, or or have encountered one another multiple times. Yeah, what I didn't understand was okay since, since he's already established in Metropolis, but this was years ago. I had to reread to 
you know familiar familiarize myself is that obviously him and Batman haven't had yeah. a relationship. They have no relationship at all yet. So it must be like just as he starts yeah. his superhero career. Exactly. Or but at least a year, it must be at least a year though because he asked his assistant like did she grow up wanting to wanting to be him. Superman. So I was just like So like how long has it been? Like she's, three years or how old she's is she? young or something. I I can't it, yeah. the time lapse it's weird. It, it Maybe they're kind of like Superboy cuz it's pretty too so they might be counting Superboy time. Yeah, could Maybe. be and you know the whole legion of superheroes and yeah. all that other stuff. Um but in any case, so Lex, obviously being an idealist and a perfectionist, he doesn't seem, he, he can't lay with any woman that he doesn't prefer to be perfection. Yeah. So he creates a, woman. a character, a woman, Hope, <laughs> which I guess he want with Sergei, um, some really, very Dark Knight Rises where they literally find a scientist to yeah. make something and then it's like, he's the only one that could do this and now he's dead. <laughs> what made it really sad, what made it really sad is he had this assistant named Mona who was a bad bitch named uh, Cinnamon that he was oogling yeah. the entire first chapter. <laughs> you like she that? had bitch been over to pick up a remote he didn't even need her. Yo, she, like... kept, she kept the slit skirt on, she kept her tits out, she, she kept them it. legs long, like she, she, savage. she wanted yeah. him. And I he said, just, I don't even look at you. Yeah. yeah. Like he was fucked down, yo. He read her life he too. Her, like, oh, we don't, I don't even want to get into that, yo, but he like, you he want, did You want totally me to touch me. You want me to touch you, but I don't even notice you. see that I want this perfection, not you. You're old busted, new hotness. That's so fucked up. But it, it starts off with him. Um, you know, they start the story off. They want to get us invested in, in the Lex character. So they start off with him doing having a charitable. You know, he gives he gives his uh, I think janitor. Is, I think it was definitely one of the best written Lex stories. Yeah, yes. yeah. Actually, actually, I kind of felt for him and then hated him at the same time towards the end. I'm like, you dumb fuck. You could because you more. see his point, but at the same time, it's like you're, you're lying to yourself, bro. Yeah, like, yeah. It's like we really know what it, it's for you, really, at the yeah. end of the day. But um, you know, he he gives his this uh, local employee an invitation to his science buyer which is like this new um, metropolis attraction that he has under construction he's actually working on this building that's supposed to be the new hope to the metropolis city um so you know he invited the guy and his son to this to this uh, to this thing and by contrast you know you normally see lex being a dick so this yeah. is something new he actually did something nice for somebody he actually did yeah. something yeah. nice yeah he actually did something but nice. in a very asshole way because his assistant tells him like oh that's a very exclusive school like only 12 kids are chosen every year and it's like oh but it's a favor for me and it's like but the kids are already chosen so someone has to be kicked out it's yep. like it's a favor for me, me. <laughs> it's like oh okay yeah so they're pretty much gonna kick you're a, kid a nice dick <laughs> yeah which is really fucked up so um all of a sudden, I guess they, you know, something happens, I guess, on the news, and they're, like, looking at, they, they're they checking out the story between Batman and Superman, and Lex is, like, staring at, I guess, an image of Superman, you know, saving the city and everything, and he's just seething, talking, but, pretty much talking about him as he's, yeah, yeah like, oh, this guy, they, they love him just because he looks human, like, in his mind, it's like, the fuck, like, why are so you guys cool because, like, for the first guy? time since you're seeing it from Lex's perspective, like, he's saying all these things, but, like, if you were to see it in a normal medium, it's like, oh, he's just an asshole. He's just an asshole, yeah. Yeah. But because it's drawn the way it's drawn, you can kind of feel looks why he, Superman he looks like a threat. He looks so like a demon. Like, oh, and Superman, honestly, he doesn't even look human, yo, really. This is the I'm gonna, I'll yep. tell you one yeah. thing, this is the first comic that had me looking at Superman, like, yo, Superman, you don't really feel... Lex, but he is Superman, like a force of yeah. It's like if you see him like that, if you see him as this force of just nature of just you know, fuck the animated movies when you see Superman being really nice to Lex and Lex is just like every time it, Superman was proud of his comic, he had yeah. the meanest grimace Bro. I've ever seen. Every he time looked, you see Superman, he looked scary. more frightening than Batman yeah. could ever. Could, oh, ever. I've never God. seen Superman as. Are you like, kidding me? When they show Batman, he looks scared. <laughs> he <laughs> he looks like, 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 like,
Like he put Batman in the shit. I've Yo, never seen was, that. Yo, and, this was and this obviously cancels the old age argument for all the Batman fanboys. It did. Right off the bat. Yo, you, you well, he has a kryptonite ring first off. Superman. <laughs> <laughs> Superman blew that right out of his hand Word. or could just vaporize his hand it, altogether. It was just so far. Like from far away, he was like, oh, I got you, homie. Yeah. <laughs> it came down like a head, tornado. Like, just came down. Head, but Lex Luthor at some point in the, in the story gives Bruce Wayne some kryptonite after kind of telling him like, hey, this Superman guy, he's not to be trusted and here, take this as a show of good faith that, you know, I want our companies to work together because he was actually trying to use Wayne Corp some medicinal technology yeah. to make his Supergirl come to develop life. the Supergirl, yeah. So he gives him the kryptonite and because the story's told not with like dialogue for the most part unless it's like Lex's like overarching Over- narrative. Yeah. yeah. All, all you see is Lex is like talking about like, what was he talking about exactly? It was, um, I forgot what he's referring to exactly, but all you see is images, depictions of Bruce Wayne as Batman holding the kryptonite that Lex Luthor gave him in his hand one night, just sitting on a ledge, and then over his shoulder you see this giant like storm, vacuum, like, tornado. It's like, it's like, like, storm I don't even think Batman was looking for Superman. He wasn't. He was just <laughs> where did Superman come from? Force of nature. And then all you see is like zoom into that that background where the storm is, and all you see is Superman blowing wind as he's flying toward a cyclone. That, that's another thing that confused me because it's like Superman fought Batman in that moment to t- to what get rid of the kryptonite. It's like no, he knew he, he had was, kryptonite. He knew he had kryptonite, so he pretty much showed his superiority. Like this is what I can do. Like fuck don't that right off. Don't ever see, test that's me. What, but see, that's why it's kind of messed up because they have a Justice League in this universe. Like they, they no, they didn't explain they how didn't ex- they were talking about hope and they and they, they actually had us. They 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 were oh, asking the Justice League? to join the Justice oh, yeah, League. True. What do you mean? They like they, that in this universe, there the is a Justice League. They actually had like a talk show segment where hope is uh they're, you know, so maybe, uh, so in that case, maybe Clark took offense. That's why it doesn't make sense to me, because I'm like, yo, you guys are in a league together, and you just came and beat your little homie. You look at the crypt night, and then out of nowhere, Superman flies into his city, blows him off his ledge, it's not even that. You, you, totally, you totally missed the image that Superman's flying through the middle of a tornado. Keep in mind. That he made. He made with his breath and flying. Blows Batman completely off the ledge. Goes for his grappling hook. Shoots the grappling hook. Superman, trying to get the kryptonite. Trying, trying to get the kryptonite. Superman instantaneously grabs, grabs the the arrowhead of his grappling hook. Re- reels him in like a fisherman. Flies him, flies him into the air and, and then, then drops him, him out. He's not there. He's he not there. Batman no, 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 the no, no, fuck not yet. This guy explain this whole thing. It's ridiculous. Because if this happened in the movie, it would happen in like five seconds. How <laughs> quick it happened. Batman falls out of the sky. Uses grappling hook again to like do like a bat- classic Batman swing away. And as he does, Superman flies back down, cuts his line, so he hits the ground. No, he didn't cut his line. No, he, he, oh, he broke the ledge. He, he broke the ledge. He broke, no, no, he cut oh, the ledge in half. <laughs> You're right. Broke the line. <laughs> then he like flies in front of him and then punches. They don't. Really no, he didn't punch him. He literally he lit- like, gave him like I have a like this was a warning shot and then they just cut. It just went black. Yeah, so went all black. of Bruce in his face was just from falling? I think yeah. so. Wow. Yeah. Because the next scene yeah. you see is Bruce Wayne calling Lex and going like, you know what? You can have all that medicine you were looking he for, bro. Gives, he literally gives <laughs> him the, the research. research. He gives it. him the research <laughs> after <laughs> that happens. So at the, at the opening of the uh, Science Fire, this, like I said, this is something that Lex is creating. Yeah. He announces the arrival of a new superhero by introducing Hope to the public. Keep in mind, Hope is made... I mean, Hope. Hope, Hope. <laughs> Hope is made by Serge. Um, it's like Sergei. she's... Sergei. 
okay she's like beautiful she's in this little she looks like Clark Kent honestly like she has short black hair was um, she made for like, they didn't really I don't know she didn't looks, explain she's she a robot though. she's so a robot she but she weirdly with, looks like Clark Kent so it's like mm, really I don't think so I don't think she anything you're trying to fuck your ideal um so that's my thing how the layer of homoeroticism in this where like do you like Superman you hate what everything Superman stands for but then you create a woman that looks like and then you fuck it yeah. You follow yeah. with it and, fuck and then it. you fuck it. Yeah. So you it's like. Fuck okay. <laughs> <laughs> he said you would fuck Superman. <laughs> like if I was a sister, I'd be like, bro, you don't see this? Just <laughs> see what's going on. You made you hate Superman. If he was gay, he'd Superman. be your lover. <laughs> the only difference is this, this one has tits, and you fuck it. Yeah. <laughs> you want to fuck Superman, bro? You you fuck it to yourself. <laughs> Come on, I think it's some sexual tension yeah. happening here. <laughs> so it's the result of the scientists' work and Wayne's medicinal breakthroughs. Hope displays abilities of super strength and flight, especially replacing Superman and. Becoming a corporate-sponsored hero. So yeah. over a short period of time, Hope <laughs> takes on the duties normally reserved for Superman. She gains a following. She actually approaches uh, Toy Man in an offer on behalf of Lex. Um, Hope no, and she didn't. She didn't approach Toy Man. I mean, sorry, was, uh, I didn't mean uh, this whole this whole this yeah. whole book. Um, Luthor is has this awesome hitman in his back pocket. Or yeah, yeah or I mean, yeah. or not. He's Hope. awesome. Yeah, or actually, he's the one that like, rescues yeah. Sergey. He's the one that takes care of his problems with getting the spire finished. Yeah, he, he yeah. Contract. Which is so uh, fucked. Or is the man yeah. pretty kills much all at this Monty. point? Yeah, or is yeah. like the or is awesome. Yeah. yeah. Well, he's an asshole, but he's awesome. <laughs> he's a cool and then asshole. He's the one that approaches Toy Man literally to have him um, cause a commotion. Yeah. For On Superman behalf of and, Lex. Yeah, yeah. Superman to come stop. It's ridiculous. Yeah. And then around that time, you know, this is the point where, you know, this is like right after the, con- which is, this is what makes it even more fucked up because the conversation we were talking about where, um, you know, Lex is talking to Mona about like pretty much, you know, like you want to touch me. Like he, he like psycho. And uh, this is right before he fucks Hope. So yeah. Hope, so Mona walks in and buses in because like, um, you know, some shit happens and she's explaining to uh, I guess Mona like attack. what does Mona do she like kind of attacks Hope like she kind of says some like she's been making like underhanded comments no she was just like toward up, Hope like, yo bro like yeah. you wanna she's know been making yeah whole, she's like, been making underhanded comments exactly she's like this is some fucked up shit and then he's like you wanna know what your problem is it's because you wanna fuck me you're like, <laughs> it's like he's like she's like he's like you're mad because I'm in love with the ideal and um, I don't even wanna touch us yeah pretty much pretty much this. It was so fucked up because he just looked like he pretty much like Yo, you're mad because nah. I'm in love with the ideal with, with and you're not the ideal and you're trying to figure out how to become the ideal. It was just fucked up. All was she could say was more you're a fucked bastard. up is that she handed in her letter of resignation. Oh, he's he like, said, see I'll you see you in the morning. I'll see you morning. <laughs> No respect. He give a shit, yo. And then went, and then proceeded to laying down the pipe. So after he lays down the pipe, hope um they get this uh they you know they check out the news bulletin that breaks. Um it's a bombing at the Metropolis Daycare Center in which seventy adults and children included coincidentally the Russian scientist and his family are there. Which is so fucked up. Coincidentally, the entire time Lex was telling this man that he was gonna protect him and his family if he helped him yep. create this. Yeah, whatever. coincidentally his family's fucking there. Yep. Yeah, but he's tying off. So or realized that we don't know what's his master plan yet which hasn't been revealed until the end of this book exactly so then Orr realizes it but he realizes it too late he realizes that it's a double cross um and you know he dies right he died like someone, I felt like someone with, like, they, they or something to kill him but they didn't really show they didn't show it on they didn't show it's it like but an off screen he realizes yeah. too late it. and he dies yeah. yeah he realizes too late oh shit the man I'm working for this dude yeah. I've been riding with mm-hmm. like he double crossed me too cause I'm a loose end too so yeah. you know he, he pretty much dies um inside the warehouse Toy Man is confronted by Superman who is immediately Met by Toy Man, Toy Man soldiers as Hope grabs a uh, shot and soars into the sky with them. So Hope 
actually like intercepts in between and she ends up grabbing him um as she flies up into the sky she is two seconds you know they, they, they wait till all the tv news crews catch this so as she's in the sky she drops toy no, man but no, it's not no, really no. her that's Lex dropping Luthor toy man uses windows vista computer <laughs> to somehow use a mouse click to make her drop like she clicks like a, a uh, diagram of her hand and somehow it makes her like let go of toy man in the air so he falls presumably to his death yeah but superman catches him at the last second yep yeah so um hope she kind of wondered for a split second like why the hell did i just do that but yeah. you know she didn't understand but this is so, all luther's plan exactly he knew once she dropped him first of all people were already like yeah like, we, people already he's, love he's her a, people already love yeah. they make this it a point thing you gotta like, understand people love hope so yeah. the whole thing about hope is people yeah. <laughs> love her she's adorable she's relevant and, and another major thing that we forgot to add about that is that if she's human they, so think think she's human. they think she's human. They think she's human. So she literally like walks around. People. Yeah, she's a hero for the people. She says she grew up in Metropolis. She talks about her dad. Yeah. She talks about, you know, her family or whatever, things like that. So people love her because they can relate because in their mind yeah. she's human. So then you got this fat rapist pedophile. Yeah, rapist that killed kill 70 like kids 70 and kids. family. No one really cares if this is Which assumably is kill that guy. <laughs> Which at the same instance, Toy Man had no idea that there was like women and children no, uh, children and he was he like was also I love children he was yeah, like he I loves didn't... kids he would never kill his kids which is really kids. fucked up yeah, yeah. Never go, go I mean he really loves kids but he's also fucked up so <laughs> feel bad for wait a second <laughs> he loves kids but his his thing isn't targeting children he doesn't target children yeah. he targets you know money he tries aside to aside from the pedophilia I mean <laughs> He's talking to children. Well, oh, well, yeah, don't get me wrong. Yeah, he's a pedophile. Don't get me wrong. No, he is a pedophile. I forgot, I forgot, I forgot, I forgot. You know what we mean. He doesn't want to kill them. Yeah, okay, right. he doesn't want to kill them. Um, So, so basically, Hope, the, the, the community's like, kill that dude. So when she drops him, the community's like, yeah, yeah. good job, girl. But that's against Superman Oh, yeah, code, and so, so then Superman punches this bitch, and then once, the, once he punches her, they realize, oh, shit, you're a robot. The second they realize that, Lex Luthor is like, oh, re- remote detonate, and then he... Pretty much, it, it's like he up. times it perfectly. Yeah. I think because like Superman throws her, and I think as he throws no, her, no, he, he didn't just, punch her. He um, um, laser vision, laser vision, laser vision. Yeah. He laser beamed her. Pretty he much laser went through her yeah. stomach and showed sparks coming yeah. out and shit yeah. like that. She didn't know she was a robot. She, yeah, she, she didn't even know no she was idea. a robot. Luthor yeah. literally loved her into thinking she was a human, a human yeah. being. Yeah. yeah, I mean, he fucked her into thinking she was a human. Fucked her into thinking she was a human. Was that part of the plan? Was him falling in love part of the plan, or did he just do that to make her feel human? Probably. No, I mean, he he's fell sick. in love. No, he did fall in love. He fell in love. He like, fell in love as a part of the plan, though. He did say he wanted her to love him for a reason. Because no, by yes, loving him. No, but by li- that's yeah. true. But listen, by loving, by loving her, by her realizing that's why he kept asking her how she felt. Yeah. He wanted to know if she loved him too, because once you that's, equate human. love, that's how you know the thing's human. Deus you know what I mean? Machina. Yeah. So once. Wait, no, no, no. Oh, is that movie? Deus Ex Machina. That's a game. No, no, no. Oh, what's the I know what you're talking about. Ex Machinima. Ex Machinima. Uh, yeah, Ex yeah. Machinima. Ex Machinima? How, how we you know what you're talking about. Yeah, Ex Machina. Ex Machina. Machinima? So, Ex Machina. But um, the moment, you know, she says he loves it, it's like, okay, so now you know, you know. In her, in her mind, she's human. She thinks she's human. She just fucked this guy. They're having sex. They're in love. <laughs> um, So, you know, she, she he pretty much detonates, blows her up, conveniently blows her up 
in front of the science spire. So the, the spire completely the spire that is destroyed. Keep in mind, everything is revolving around hope. This science spire was supposed to be a beacon for hope. Hope's name is Hope because she is Hope for Metropolis. They literally, she's from Metropolis and they call her Metropolis's Hope. Yep. So the whole thing is surrounded Good marketing, by... actually. Oh, yeah. yeah. Really it's, he marketed the shit out of her. And, and the whole point of him marketing her that way was for people to hate Superman because how could you take this beloved woman that was yes. Metropolis's hope and kill her and in their mind people think she's human and then they think that Superman killed her because she killed a pedophile that just killed kids so in, in this or she ru- tried to or tried to yeah so in this whole grand scheme he did all of this shit all of it he made a building he made, he a made a artificial intelligence superpowered woman he killed he killed a family a Russian family a 70 family. kids just so people could say hmm and then people at, Superman and then people is not at, the best guy just so they can look just so they can double think how they and then ask Superman. and then people ask how the hell does Lex be able to keep up with Superman there you have it yeah Motherfucker's crazy. Yeah. But so petty. And it's <laughs> like, you did so much to accomplish millions yeah. of fucking dollars. Billions. Billions, yeah, probably. You put people out of jobs. You fucking, <laughs> you played with lives. You killed kids. All to, for people to go, you know, yeah. Superman, he might not be as good as I think he is. And for, and not, and, and Just for a sliver of doubt, yes, to impregnate people's minds with a weak. sliver of doubt. Exactly. logic is pretty weak, because there's, there's a whole subsection of people who are going to be like, well, she was going to kill that guy, and she had no... And that's like, not necessarily justice. Like, you're so. not supposed to just kill people, so, yeah, you're right. He should have taken her in, but exactly. she didn't. And so Superman flies to Lex's office where Lex is pretty much just sitting there. Um, the meanest stare the down. The meanest <laughs> stare. <laughs> the meanest stare. The meanest stare. And Lex says that, you know, pretty much not one person in Metropolis wanted to see Shot live after that happened. Um, and that, you know, Superman can't see his soul. Lex is, pissed by, Lex is pissed by Superman because Superman ain't saying shit to him. He's just staring at him. Because he's so, just hey, Superman's like, this dumb motherfucker. <laughs> looking at him like he's yo grilling him idiot. hard yo. So the only thing that superman says to him is you are wrong i can see your soul and then you know taking it back lex pounds the window tries again to gain his composure saying that if superman could he would see a man who sacrificed anything so pretty much lex is saying if you would have seen what i really did you would have seen that i sacrificed even the woman i love because Crazy. keep in mind he <laughs> love with this bitch he could have been happy but he killed her he used her as a bomb just to like pretty much have a world without a superman his whole thing is he would rather lose but the one But this doesn't even create a world without Superman. It's created a world where we're like, man, should he have killed that one girl or not? I but don't keep know. in mind, like, <laughs> but, this is, but this is how you know. But this is how you know he really fucked up because in his mind he said that he could have had true happiness with that robot. In his mind, he only wants to fuck with the ideal. He needs perfection. He can't love any human woman, but he can love something that's not it's real. But he has an issue with complex. Superman. Like, do you mm-hmm. understand how fucked and backwards or he is? Is it both? Is it inferior? He has a god complex. He has an inferior complex and superior complex. Yeah, because it doesn't make any sense. It's like you, you, you. He was he. He pretty much telling us that hope was his happiness unless it's created by my hands. Exactly, hope was his happiness, and he gave up that happiness just to have a world without a Superman. When given like hope was what you what Superman is anyway. Like you're a fucking idiot. Like it doesn't. Superman's a natural, so I made this a natural thing. I made this. I made this even more natural thing. But I made it. It's okay. Yeah, like it's, it's like, like dude, what? You're fucking dumb, bro. And you're gonna sit here for five issues and tell me that you're righteous? 
You're crazy, dude. <laughs> so then, so then, so, crazy. so then, you know, Luther turns away and says, "Please just fly away." Superman goes, soaring with a sad expression. But you know what, too, man, the fact that Superman is just sitting there, just floating in front of his his uh, his penthouse, mm-hmm. like you, you like, can't he's stop an me. Idiot, you <laughs> an idiot. That <laughs> would fuck with me you mentally really too. <laughs> if I was Superman, if I was like the main version, because he, he did all of that. He did all of that. Evil. I would literally be like, "Hey, hey, you hate me." Here's a whole multiverse of Superman's where I'm an evil motherfucker. And I destroy the world in a lot of different ways. What you gonna do? What the fuck with the mic? What you gonna do, bitch? Because you know, when Superman does turn bad in the universe, be Luther good, has be to become evil good. Only yeah. to Luthor. Be like, I'm evil. You don't fuck. even have to do that. Just yeah, the silent. Yeah, like, that was it. You don't even have to do that. Just sit there. Right outside of his window, shaking your all head. Day. All, yeah, day. all day. You, you fuck with somebody mentally yeah. so Just the fact that he could fly. You, just the fact that he oh could God. fly outside of your building and just Audience, stare at you I'm, whatever I'm, he Guys, wants. I'm definitely going to put up on my Instagram a picture of that Superman face at the end. His last premise, <laughs> when, when he says it, I, I can see into your soul. Trust me. And he has that face. If that face is outside your window every day, you will go mad. <laughs> just from the terror of his scowl. <laughs> scowl of steel, man. That shit was scary. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think um uh, uh was it no, Azarella wasn't the artist. I forget. He was a storyteller, but the artist did a great portrayal awesome of portrayal. uh demonizing Superman and making an innocent yet inexplicably crazy ass Lex Luthor. I yes. think definitely one of the strongest. It, it kind of shows Lex. Luthor is like flawed. Mm-hmm. Like I mean, he's crazy. <laughs> he's so crazy. flawed. But yet he sees himself so perfect. And it's yes. sad because he's really brilliant. That's what makes him yeah. so brilliant. His it's brilliance like, could go to something day, else. His brilliance could be so fucking used. But that's why whenever you do see him, good, I mean, it's like in yes. the multiverse, whenever he's a good guy, it's like yo, you're one of the best good guys because yeah, you're all day hating Superman. Like in the DC work. world, he's essentially the DC, uh, he's the smartest. He's the smartest. Yeah, yeah he's he uh, Reed Richards. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So um, the reason why I think uh, this was actually a really good choice, and I'm happy Javon actually picked it. I was kind of confused at first because I, I thought at first I'm like, but I didn't like I didn't I thought it was more like a, a love of love affair to Lex and Superman. But once I read it and I actually remembered, I'm like, yo, it, I thought this is perfect because it does it establish the relationship BBS. with yeah. yeah, and establishes the relationship. I could totally see some of those with scenes with Lex Luthor and uh, Bruce. Exactly, out. it's mm. so many that. scenes in here, and, and and even even though the scene was brief between. Batman and Superman like the fight you know it, there was no but it, it proves the one-sidedness of if Superman gave no fucks <laughs> which actually is Superman could be win. the first yeah. fight in Batman v Superman yeah. like, like, that'll probably be what happens it's like so. you can't do shit man it's just like Flash versus Arrow that same thing where it's like you, all you have is rope <laughs> A lot of rope, <laughs> rope and some arrows. Yeah, you you go up and you go down. That's about your superpower. Yeah. So, so yeah, that that was our that was our uh you know our pick of the overall week. thoughts. I, I thought that was a pretty. I'm actually happy. Um, I, he yeah. put me on. He put I us, enjoyed it because of Lex. Especially if like, we're doing one each week, this was a good first one. It was because a very it's a good, good setup to like it definitely Luthor set up Thor and Superman and to some extent Bruce Wayne's set up the space. I mean, I, yeah, and it also set up Bruce Wayne's because it kind of it's like you, you almost think like Lex and Batman they really don't Lex and Bruce don't really have that much not in common when you they're you know, very they have a lot they're very common. similar they have a lot in yeah, common yeah. when you really think about it. So just Batman's focus is more on crime justice, in general, not in one dude. I mean, I could have, I could have picked. Uh, Batman's more blah, or more. Um, could have picked Red Sun for the fa- the Batman fanboys. <laughs> it's so, oh, this is better. I mean, so scared. More realistic. This like, was better. It was it's not even that, but he was so he was so scared. Like, Batman committed suicide. Fuck that shit. Terrible. But um, but yeah. I liked it. I, I hope Jesse Eisenberg like 
brings some of these shades oh, yeah. to the trail. That would be great. I really hope he does. I really do. Like, I hope he's not up here with like the level 10 antiqueness the entire time. I hope he brings it down for like moments like this. I hope that's just a facade for like the public. But he was talking that way to the lowest lane too. Yeah, but we didn't hear the whole conversation. True. It just seemed that one part of the trailer. Like, yeah. yeah two, what was it? Uh, um, insanity is yeah, two syllable words I just for think he's something too weirdo, big for so. a little mind. Yeah. Or, yeah. <laughs> I think he's gonna be a weirdo. He's supposed to be uh, what's like his name? the older version. Who's the guy from know, American the Ultra? One. No, no, no. The, uh, he was in a movie recently with the dude from American Ultra. Ah, oh, fuck. I don't even know what that is. Oh, it's just it's a movie. Oh, there's a guy that he's actually supposedly emulating his acting style for, for Lex Luthor. That's why he's acting like that. Like there's actually a guy in American Ultra that acts like him. I forgot his name. Oh, okay. Mm. Right. Justin well, something. I don't remember. I don't know. But yeah, that wraps up our uh, our pick of the week. Um, so yeah. Are we going to tease what's the next pick for... Yeah, so that was our first one. Next week is Asia's turn. Oh, yeah. Mine, uh, yeah. Mine, I'm actually going to be doing Kingdom Come. Which is a lot of the religious Kingdom allegory Come. and, like, symbolism that that movie Superman is straight up lifting. For me, I Especially, think Especially, like, that scene where, you know, Jesus... I mean, yeah, all oh, the sorry, Superman <laughs> is flying over the people, like, yeah. with the sunlight uh, hitting behind him. My, my pick is definitely Kingdom Come. That's something that's a personal favorite of mine. Yeah. Um, I think that now, more than ever, that the comic is relevant because of the allegory... Not only the fact that Alex Ross, a lot of the artistry, uh, he did that in gouache. I think gouache. Gouache. Yeah. yeah. So that was the art style, which is you know amazing painting. Yeah, he's a hell of a painter. Oh my god, it's fucking amazing. Those pages were beautiful. Um, I, ha- I actually had the hardcover of that before. I don't know where it is now, but um, I lost my hardcover. Yeah, I actually had the hardcover of that. Shame but on um, you. It, 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 in, in my mind, it is because like one of my favorite comics. Exactly. But a lot of the aesthetic of you know the cape. The flow, just how they stand, the movement of you know, like if this, if, if the epicness, the allegory, all of that revolves yeah. around Kingdom Come, and I, I, I think a lot of uh, a, a good amount of the storyline. Not trying to say it's directly been, of course not, but um, like if this was man, if Lex Luthor or Man of Steel was like man versus alien, this is man versus God. God. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So this is this is a good take on the man versus God because one major thing about this is you're dealing with Superman and Batman 30 years down the line. Yeah. Their ideology of how the world is how the world is viewed 30 years down the line it differs and it also and shows a lot of political stuff it, it does and it also that's shows that's another yeah. thing uh, we probably won't talk about that issue yeah. but that's another thing that BVS seems to touch upon the run of uh, the run of comics where Superman denounced his American, American citizen yeah. Yeah. and you saw him dealing with court appearances and then the standoff in the Middle East where he literally stood there that was a really good one shot oh yeah I loved it it was, it was a really good story where he literally stood, sat there in the Middle East and had a ceasefire nobody would do I denounce my American citizenship. Whoa, that's huge. What's next? New 52. Doesn't matter. All right. <laughs> like, fuck. Like, on that note, we can literally end it. Like, that, that was disappointing. Yeah. <laughs> We're right, New 52. All right. This is Jordan signing out. Asia. And Javon. Peace. Blurred Vision is a podcast made for fans by fans. Find us on Instagram at Blurred Vision or at our website, theblurredvision.com. You can also like us on Facebook or Twitter as The Blurred Vision. Don't like iTunes? We're also on SoundCloud, Stitcher, and YouTube. For any questions or inquiries, please contact us at theblurredvision at gmail.com.